Welcome to the Avengers Podcast, where we assemble weekly to binge the MCU and all things nerd, old and new. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Avengers Podcast. That is one word, ladies and gentlemen, Avengers Podcast, A-B-I-N-G-E-R-S. Give us a like, a comment, and let us know what you think of the show. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever podcasts are available. You don't need to know that because you found us. But just maybe there's someone with you that maybe you're like, where do I find them? If you like the show, consider giving a five-star rating on that podcast platform of choice. It goes a long way with us getting eyes and ears on the show, and we greatly appreciate that support. But you know I can't do it alone. Clinton's on vacation, so he's an asshole. But I'm joined by Emmy. Emmy, how are you? I want you to know that I was making fun of you that entire time, even I'm not though sh- there's nobody to make fun of you with. <laughs> I appreciate that. I would I would really be upset if you didn't make fun of me before every intro. <laughs> I also have to say that I'm feeling a, a, a little vengeful. Mm. I'm, I'm a little, I feel a little bit of vengeance for the fact that we had to review this movie, that <laughs> Clinton's on vacation at the beach and he didn't watch it. Like, So if you're reading the title, you probably know what we're reviewing. But just in case, just in case you just hit play really quick in a rush, we are reviewing Ghost Rider. Nicholas Cage's Ghost Rider from 2007, I believe, is when the movie came out. So that is correct. It's the second movie in the MCU. Sam Raimi's Spider- Sam Raimi Spider-Man One, then uh, then Ghost Rider with Nicholas Cage, uh, and then Iron Man. So we're finally going back to the the original old school days of the MCU. I believe that's correct, right? Because we don't have Clinton to fact check us. I don't think it is. I didn't see Stanley in this movie, and therefore it is not MCU. Ooh. Did you know, though, at the very beginning, it did say Marvel Studios, though? I was kind of shocked. Yes. And it did give credit to Stanley at the end, but he was very much not. He was not. <laughs> <laughs> well, and thankfully so. Oh, man. Well, this was definitely magical for sure. That is one word for it, sure. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, magical. I. Okay. So anyway, we reviewed Ghost Rider because. I, okay, if you want the honest truth, if we're gonna break the fourth wall a little bit, we don't want to review anything without Clinton because all the good stuff. You know, like, do you really like we? We want to be a, a a three. We want all three of us to be involved. So, like, there's been so many people saying review this, review that, and if you're wondering, well, why the hell are they reviewing Ghost Rider? Because we want to review that stuff with Clinton. Um, One person did did suggest this. Otherwise, I it never would have has escaped my lips had I not gone back and was I was spouting out all the things that you guys have said. One person, I believe, on Twitter did suggest this so whoever that was this is this is your fault i i, I please tweet us because we will retweet you and give you proper credit and uh uh but yeah okay so ghost rider was recommended and we you know there if there was one movie that clinton's not upset to that we're reviewing it's this one <laughs> he doesn't feel like he's missing out on anything i can't imagine why this is one of the greatest movies i've ever watched um so we usually talk about rotten tomatoes and overall thoughts emmy first off i just want to throw it to you um i don't even want to go into rotten tomatoes first i want to give overall thoughts and then have this the rotten tomato score uh tell us <laughs> what's going on with this movie okay however uh i'm i'm going to throw it to you emmy what was your overall thoughts after watching 2007's Ghost Rider with Nicolas Cage? 
All right. So I did watch this when it first came out because not maybe not when it first came out, but like after I kind of got introduced to Iron Man and I was like, OK, I'm, I'm, I'm here for this. Like they're doing the right thing. And the only thing that I remember from watching it way back when mm-hmm. was the very last scene where he's like driving into the camera and then his face turns into fire and skull. And I remember just like he hawing and being <laughs> like, I cannot believe that I just watched this movie. It was terrible. <laughs> So second watching, I mean, ditto, man. (laughs) (laughs) And I have to say that my second watching, uh, this is available on Netflix UK. So if you live in the UK or if you have a VPN like I do, um, you can watch it for free on Netflix. And Netflix UK has a feature where you can do it at time and a half or at uh, 1.25 speed. No, you didn't. You sped it up. I thought I had the whole movie and then I got about halfway through and I was like, wow, this is so slow. Imagine if I was watching it on actual like one time speed and you were and I was. And so then I sped it up. Okay, well, it was also just uh, for our American listeners. It's available on HBO Max as well, which is how I watched it. So it it is on HBO Max. Um, Not the reason why I pay for HBO Max. I will tell you that much, but uh, it was a perk. It was like, I don't have to spend $4 renting this off of like Google or YouTube or something like that. So, um, so unimpressed, I guess is a, is a safe word. Yeah. Unimpressed. um, I feel like the female dynamic suffered from the day and age because it was more damsel in distress. Like, did you see the poster? Like literally he's like carrying her. She's like, yeah, yeah. Which, and honestly, there's not a point when that actually never happens. happens. Never happens. So that I saw that today after I watched the movie and that just infuriated me that they marketed it that way. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, we've come a long way. Um, I think everybody on the podcast knows that Nicolas Cage is not my favorite person. Can you go into detail? Because, okay, here, if you, here's some more behind the scenes. Uh, Emmy and I were talking to each other and saying, okay, how, what, what are we going to review since Clinton's out this week? And she b- mentioned a few movies. And when she said Ghost Rider, I latched onto it because I was like, I know how much she hates Nicolas Cage. And this is going to be wonderful. But I never got to ask you, why do you not like Nicolas like I actually did this almost kind of a troll to you if you really want the honest truth okay well okay first of all I have to say that there have been a few actors that I've hated in the past Mm -hmm. and have grown on me Mm. and so I'm not gonna say I hate Nicolas Cage because I think I have mentioned before that recently there was a uh, video of him right after his divorce where he was drunkenly singing karaoke and it's heartbreaking and I feel for the man my issue with him is why is Hollywood still giving him roles? I don't know. Why it- is he still an actor? Like, I feel like he's a great meme. He's done enough. He's making enough money. They've got those reversible sequin pillows where you can put his face <laughs> on a pillow right. and then you swipe the sequins up and it's it's his face. I mean, he's 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 doing well for himself. I don't know that acting was ever really um, the best career choice for him. Yeah, after watching this, uh, I I can't disagree there. But he did uh, he did play Spider Man Noir in Spider Man Into the Spider Verse, so he did okay. vo- he did voice him, and I I thought that was pretty cool. And as soon he as- also voiced the dad in the Croods, and I got about three minutes into the Croods, not knowing who was in the Croods. Got about three minutes into it, and I was like, Why do I hate that dad? Yeah. Why do I hate that dad? And Son then I looked up, and I was like, Son of a bitch! It's Nicholas Cage. <laughs> he's he's come to ruin animated movies. Yeah. And Kick-Ass, that's another, honestly, I feel like that's a great movie, but his part in it, I don't know. I don't, honestly, I couldn't even put my finger on what exactly 
it is. It's another Wyatt Russell, honestly. Like he's, it's not even that he's got like a punchable face. It's just like uh, to me, he has he's got a punchable personality. He has a punchable dialogue. Every time yeah. he talks, I'm like, oh my god, and it's so like okay. So anyway, just a quick thoughts on Ghost Rider as well. This movie was painful to watch. Uh-huh. I, I paused it multiple times, like looking how much time I had left. <laughs> I mean, I, I would pause it. I was like, damn, it's only been thir- 33 minutes into the movie. It's an hour and 50 minutes. Five zero, one five zero, And it was like 33, 48, 59. I was like, God bless. Just get me through this movie. I was like dying. And, and the cringy acting. Nicolas uh-huh. Cage is, n- I mean, he just... I don't know. He has no emotion this entire movie. And maybe that's kind of a Captain Marvel-esque kind of thing where he's being, you know, he's he sold his soul. And we'll find that out later on in the story as we review it. But it just felt like, I don't know, he's like, howdy, howdy, howdy. Yeah, now I uh, sold my soul. And it was just like over and over. It was just dull performance. Uh, Eva Mendez, is that the, uh, mm-hmm. that's the actress? Uh, just as just as rigid i didn't feel anything like it's just 2008 i felt like really changed the game for comic book movies both with the dark knight and mm-hmm. iron man i felt like that was when superhero movies completely took off in a different direction and said okay look at us you can take us seriously now and don't get me wrong there's still some good superhero movies prior to 2008 uh, I love the Keaton Batman movies. I I even like the Sam Raimi Sam Raimi Spider Man one and two, X Men one and two is good. Third, uh, maybe not so much. Um, but there's so don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say all movies before 2008 comic book wise were not good. However, it's it's there's points in time where I feel like we hit a new dimension. 2007 is like right on the cusp of this new age superhero movie being taken seriously, and it suffers from all the things that were wrong with that day and age. And it's felt, it's felt, and this is a drag of a movie. And I'm sorry, I, it's, I, if you're a Ghost Rider fan, you deserve better is all I'm going to say. I and I even feel like from a, from a feminine perspective, it kind of needed even longer than 2008. Like we talked about with Thor and um, Hulk. Oh gosh, Hulk. Bruce, Bruce. The first Iron Man. Like it still needed some time to figure out what the female, like, yes, it figured out their heroes, but like the female counterparts to the heroes still needed some time to percolate and figure out like what their space was. Oh my gosh, I've heard the word percolate so many times. I was watching the Braves game. <laughs> hey, I I know there's a few baseball fans that are not fans of the Braves. I know we have a Reds listener. I think we have a Dodgers Woo! listener. Uh, baseball. Uh, and I'm a Braves fan. And it's so funny. He said percolate two or three times. I'm like, what is up with the word percolate tonight? And now I come on the podcast and you're saying percolate. Like it's, something's up with the word percolate. I, what it, what does it mean to percolate in baseball? Because I think of it as like like coffee brewing. Like you have to like let the coffee brew long enough. It's, you you got to let it percolate. Yeah, you got you got to wait for the right pitch to come. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. That, that's really more how Chip was talking about it tonight. So anyway, okay. Chip and Joe. That's the well. Joe was the former broadcaster of the Braves. Now it's Chip and Jeff. So. Anyway, anyway, baseball. No one probably has any idea what I'm talking about. But yeah, um, percolate. That's the word of the day today. Uh, but yeah, this <laughs> this movie. Oh my god! I, I it's just I was really thinking this is gonna be funny. This is gonna be great. And I was just sitting there like like just 
dragging my face across. Like I, I was just, oh my gosh. Like I had my hands in my, my palms in my, uh, my face in my palms. And I was just dying most of the time. I, I wouldn't, uh, really, you would give it, was, it a little bit more credit than I, am? I would give it just a slightly, just a slight bit more credit because it was, because it was okay. so bad. It was funny. Okay. It was like the original fantastic fours that were so cheesy. It was funny. Okay. I'll give it, you credit. It was then. not aiming for that though. I'll give you credit there. However, I'm going to ask this. We just got done reviewing our power ranking for the 23 MCU movies. Okay. Number 23 was the incredible Hulk. If you had to pick a movie to watch, The Incredible Hulk or Ghost Rider, what would it be? Ooh, you're thinking. Oh, man, no doubt Incredible Hulk for me. Yeah, I think I'd have to go with Incredible Hulk, but I did not love that fight scene at the end. Oh, I didn't either. However, Incredible Hulk still interested me a lot more. I don't remember ever. We went through the entire 23 movies together. I don't remember ever pausing a movie to see how much time was left. Ever. Even if it was like a lesser movie that I didn't care too much about in the Infinity Saga, I was still like Ghost Rider. I did it three or four times. This movie, uh, this uh, Incredible Hulk never did it once. I fast forwarded through the fight scene at the end in Incredible Hulk. Yeah, I know. But that's yeah. That they w- might be neck and neck for me. It might, it might just Ooh. depend on my mood. Like, do I feel like I need to hate on Nicolas Cage for a minute? Like, maybe I would pick Ghost Rider. Mm hmm. Okay. They're both not good. (laughs) Well, let's throw it to Rotten Tomatoes because I'm curious because here's the thing too. Oh, and I didn't say this because you did mention this in your initial thoughts. I did see this in 2007 in the theaters. I think I saw the first and the second movie. And it's crazy how much your, your taste changes because I honestly remember watching this in 2007 and actually liking it. Like I really, and I'm not trying to sound like an ass. Like I liked it. Like, for example, the Power Rangers movie in 1995 was my favorite movie as a nine-year-old. And I, and trust me, and I still watch it now, and I have fond memories of it, but I can admit that it's not the greatest movie. <laughs> it's actually <laughs> not even a good movie. But I love it because of what the nostalgia brings. This Ghost Rider movie, I, I felt a little bit of nostalgia watching it, but I can clearly say my taste in movies, because I think I've been spoiled a little bit more, has changed. 2007, I liked this movie. Maybe it wasn't one of my favorites, now oh my gosh uh, uh it was a it was a crawl it was a slow crawl i had to keep myself from like looking at how much time was left but you did mention our power ranker rankings and we had somebody reach out to us and i forget the name and so if you can go back while i'm saying this to figure out what the name was it was a message on our twitter i believe okay um so when we were reviewing or when we were going through the list we were all kind of shocked at how high thor ragnarok what's the name brandon uh cap fan number one yeah that is that is his name on twitter and yeah so it's awesome he is following one account and he has zero followers but he follows us cap number one fan you are amazing so he reached out to us on twitter yeah because i had because google sheets and google excel do does this as well like if you type in something it like auto fills in the rest of it Mm -hmm. and so because uh I don't even know what had happened. <laughs> I I put all my points for Thor went to Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. And so um, I corrected it and I was like, oh, it's cool. It didn't change the outcome. But Thor Ragnarok should have been number three with 57 points. And the Avengers should have been number two with 58 points. The very first he, Avengers? The very first Avengers. Nice. Okay. So it didn't change everything a whole lot, but because I did mess up my Google sheet, 
it did change. And somebody called me out, called me out on a math check and kudos, man. Hey, cap fan number one. Thank you for reaching out to us, man. Really, really appreciate that. And I just love that it's a Cap fanboy that called you out. That's even better. Uh, okay, well. <laughs> so, hey, let's throw it to Rotten Tomatoes. Emmy, Ghost Rider, maybe in 2007, it might have been better, more well-received. Uh, so I'm curious, what was the Rotten Tomatoes score? I have what do you not, think, Brandon? What do you think? Swear on everything. I have not looked this up. And it's really hard for me because this is a 2007 movie. Because part of me wants to say what I feel right now. And a part of me wants to say, well, given 2007... Like I'm trying to grade it, grade it on a curve, you know. Like so, I'm, uh, I'm going to say, Ghost Rider. Mm, I'm going to say forty five percent. All right. So for audiences, it was forty eight percent. For critics, twenty six percent. It was that low back in. Yeah. I thought it was going to be higher. I really thought I was going too low. Wow. And I was guessing critics, by the way. I usually always try to guess critics. So I okay. was way off there. Uh, twenty. You said 26. 26 for critics, yeah. IMDb had it at 5.3 out of 10. Uh-huh. So that's a little bit even higher than Rotten Tomatoes. Either way, those are three failing uh, failing test scores uh, by uh, my teacher uh, friend Emmy's uh, calculations. That is... I mean... I don't know. This is the last week of grades. And if you go from a zero on a test to a 53, that can bring your grade up. (laughs) It can bring your grade up, but this is the first and only test they had. This is the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So they failed. In my opinion, this is, oh my gosh. And okay. Uh, Well, it's crazy because I, when I watched this movie the first time, I don't remember hating it. And it's funny that it was a 26% all along, but I also didn't look at rotten tomatoes. I still really don't, but you know what I mean? That's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, ghost Rider, Wonderful. It did also have a working title. <laughs> what was it called? Absolute shit. Was that the, <laughs> sorry, sorry. There's going to be someone that loves ghost Rider. I apologize. It, this movie. I'm sorry. It's, it's funny that you say that though, because I couldn't find the working title. And so I was like, the working title is Flaming Garbage. <laughs> Flaming. And I was going to be like, no, I'm just kidding. It actually was called Costly Pack. It was given to theaters under Costly Packed. Packed. Okay. Yeah. Like the deal with the devil. Kind yeah. of, oh, kind of uh, yeah. yeah. Well, see, I love a lot of the Marvel Studios ones are lo- are like uh, a very clever. Clever. That's the word. That's exactly what I was thinking. Mary, Mary Lou, you got to stick the landing. That's great. Exactly. But it's like costly packed he made a deal with the devil Uh, anyway okay it also it also took them only 76 days to film it oh i'm shocked i really felt like this was a long thought out amazing (laughs) i have a segment in this emmy and uh you're gonna hear it it's called amazing writing anytime the writing just comes in Wow, I can't believe that. That was just knock down, drag out. Some of the best writing I've ever heard or listened to. I'm going to I'm gonna give kudos to the amazing writing on this movie. So just want to give you a, that warning as well. I'm glad that you got that because there was so much that I couldn't write down. I just, I didn't write down hardly any quotes because. Oh, uh, I, I wrote them down and then I started paraphrasing them because I was getting annoyed. <laughs> and I didn't want to have to rewind and hear it again. <laughs> so uh, do not hold us to the accuracy. And if you love Ghost Rider, I hope you 
probably just stop listening now. Um, if you love this movie, if you love the comic book character and then you realize, okay, he could have been portrayed better, okay, we're with you. Um, but yeah, we, we start out this movie and I honestly, this is going to sound stupid too, but I have not seen this since I saw it in theaters. Columbia Pictures, this is a Sony movie. I was actually kind of shocked to see uh, that logo at the beginning. Um, and I also like the Marvel logo being the Ghost Rider comics. Yeah, yeah, I caught that too. Also, Sony refused to have a Torch Lady makeover for Ghost Rider. Like, they tried to make her look like Ghost Rider, and Sony was like, no, no, you cannot give her a makeover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Assholes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I really like the Marvel logo going up in flames. I really thought the Ghost Rider part was nice touch from the comics. I, I, I really actually did enjoy that. Um, all downhill from here. Uh, no, I really, really enjoyed that. And then there's a full moon. And then the voice comes over. Uh, the guy who does the Coors, uh, <laughs> Coors commercials. It's said that the West is built from legends, tall tales that help us make sense of things that are too great or too terrifying to believe this is the legend of the ghost rider. And it's like, Oh God, I feel like someone's going to pour me a beer now. It's just, uh, it immediately is a little bit cringe, I guess. The name that you're looking for is Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Who I, I love his voice. I love. I love his voice. God, yeah. I mock it a lot, but he's actually got a great voice. Yeah. And he was in the Hulk as well. Or the Incredible Hulk. And was he's he? also in, yes. When was he in the Incredible Hulk? I don't remember him in the Incredible Hulk at all. Now I've got to Google it. Well, okay. While you're Googling it, I do not remember Sam Elliott in uh, the Incredible Hulk at all. And then, um, yeah. And then they keep talking about it. He's like, collecting on the devil's deals. He did what no other writer had done before. He outran the devil himself. And, uh, the thing about legends is sometimes they're true. And uh, then the, the opening credit starts and we even see a Marvel Studios production. So, oh my gosh, here we go. We confirmed MCU canon. We just confirmed. And it's funny we say that because we used to be just an MCU podcast only. So we had to like make that stretch. So now we don't even have to, but either way, this is a Marvel studios production. Uh, I think they were in a joint production with another studio. Uh, but yeah, that was good. And ghost Rider, There's the, the opening credits. I'm sorry. I was wrong. Okay. It was in the Hulk okay. with Eric Bana. He okay. was Thaddeus Ross. Okay, cool. The Hulk. Although, for some reason in my head, I put him in that bar with Tony Stark and Thaddeus in The Incredible Hulk. My bad. So Sam Elliott was not in The Incredible Hulk. All right. So first fact check of the night. Uh, no worries. So we see the the opening credits, and uh, we really get a good taste of the 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 legend that is Ghost Rider. It's the this this is crap graphics, and since since Clinton's not here, I'm going to call them graphics. Graphics. Oh. Clinton, we don't need you, but that was wonderful. Graphics. <laughs> um, yeah, this is like that screensaver that was on like the really old Windows computers oh. that like you would like hit a wall, then you had to turn around. It was like a maze that you um, like ran oh. through. Oh, I remember very well. Yes. Also, so, San Ven Ven Venganza means Saint Vengeance. Oh, nice. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I did not Google that, nor did I. Yeah. Um, so we we jump into the carnival and we see a young Johnny Blaze, and he hits a rock and he goes sideways, and his dad's just p- 
pissed. And his dad's like, think she's going to stand beside you when you're in a wheelchair, huh? Hot shot. And a pretty serious conversation is really boiled over just because he hit like a little rock while he was, you know, waving to the crowd. I'm like, Dude, chill out for a second. Um, and then we see Johnny and Roxanne. Uh, JNR Forever is carved into a tree, and she's not even staring at the tree. She's just kind of looking off to the side. I'm like, he's carving this whole thing for you, and you're not even paying it. I mean, come on. After I typed, after I would carve in, you know, I don't know what my initial. It was just like, you know, she's like, eh. <laughs> Did you ever do that? No. Okay, I was gonna say, don't carve your initials into a tree. Get your get your person like chocolate, maybe even flowers. You know, do something nice for them. Don't carve your initials into a tree. That's weird. Ah, uh, yeah, and it's it's almost like a tattoo. You know, and yes, you don't carry it around with your with your body all the time. <laughs> but like, you might walk by that tree one day and you're like, Ugh. you know, don't don't <laughs> just don't do it. Chocolates, she consumed them. Everything's great. It doesn't matter. Uh, but uh, carved into a tree. You you might have to see that again. Or like yeah, like take her out for a date. Take whoever. Take your person out for a date. Like quality time is better than watching you carve something in a tree. Like we get it. You're crafty. Or she something. could be eating Alpac cheese fries right now, but you're too busy carving something into a tree. Come on, man. Exactly. How would she rather spend her time? <laughs> Dating advice. <laughs> Dating advice with the Avengers podcast. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, and he, he's like. You know, we find out that Roxy is leaving soon, and her daddy says that he, he's not good. Johnny Blaze is not good enough for her. He's just a phase, and uh, and he goes, "Well, we'll jump on our bike, never look back." Tomorrow noon, it's decided, and she's like, huh, "Okay, Johnny." And so they're gonna leave tomorrow at noon and just just escape together. So anyway, um, so yeah. Wonderful love story to begin with. Uh, super invested. I know Emmy is. By the way, she's shaking her head no. Here's my thing, though. Mm-hmm. That is a cute kid. You cannot convince me that uh, that grows into Nicholas freaking Cage. Yeah, the one that played Mendez looked pretty much... Looked exactly like her. Yeah, the Johnny Cage, younger version, it was like, no. Johnny, not Johnny Cage. Not Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage, Cage, sorry. (laughs) We're going back to Mortal Kombat. Johnny Blaze. I apologize. I'm going to do that like 500 times in this one. Which, interesting fact, Nick Cage is a huge comic books fan, and so he got the surname Cage, that's not his real name, from Luke Cage. I did not know that. That's pretty awesome. also named his son Kal-El and his tattoo of Ghost Rider had to be like covered up so that he could play Ghost Rider. He actually has a tattoo of Ghost Rider. Yeah, it's pretty not good, honestly, but you can Google it. <laughs> wow, that's uh, that's magical. So uh, and he had it before he played Ghost Rider. Well, uh, well, at least he was, you know, it kind of makes me like him a little bit more that the fact that he really loved this character before even playing him. Uh, and then he destroyed it yeah he kind of killed it he just kind of shot it over and over until it couldn't move anymore um so anyway i feel like this whole movie forgive me but like okay let me go into this before i make this point he comes home to his father who's passed out opening his old book of like you know oh there's my son as a young boy and the 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 cage or the, the cage the blaze 
father and son duo ride again and like he's passed out and he's and like he takes cigarettes out of his hand and he throws it in the trash and there's a note in the trash that his cancer has spread i feel i feel like this entire movie is a truth ad and if you don't know what truth ads in the united states they're just basically anti-smoking ads i felt like this was a big long extended hour and 50 minute version of a truth ad because the acting was just as good as what you would find in a truth commercial for 30 seconds and it was like don't smoke <laughs> you'll get cancer so i don't know it, it was just eh, interesting so we find out that johnny blaze's dad is also dying of cancer also dying who else is dying uh, sorry my, maybe just the way you said that was weird my spirit is dying after watching this yeah mm, okay yeah is there anyone else dying? Did I miss anything? No, you just said his dad is also dying. Like, oh no, my like body, there was somebody else also yeah, dying. My spirit, well as, my spirit was dying as okay. I was watching this movie. So that's probably okay. what I was talking. Uh, I was talking about. So anyway, uh, the electric. Uh, so we see the electricity starts going out as he's working on his bicycle, and we hear- we get it. They overkill right here. We get it. He is the devil. What? We get it. He knows He's Mephisto. How to make- Mephisto confirmed. Sorry. Sorry. He knows how to make an entrance. I mean, I get it. We get it. The thunder, the, the crackles outside. And then um, the, the thunder and the lights and the there's one point when he's inside the tent where the thunder crackles outside. But his shadow is shown on the inside of the tent, which is not scientifically possible. But his shadow is like a wrinkled old man, like Satan. We get it. He's the devil. Thunder. Overkill. Feel the, feel the thunder. Lightning and the thunder. And Mephisto confirmed, Emmy. We finally have Mephisto here. Clinton got to miss it, but we finally get to see it. Mephisto is here. And Johnny Blaze. Johnny Blaze. Just want to tell you how much I enjoyed watching you ride. Greatest show on earth. And then, like, he's like, what's wrong, Johnny? Worried about your father? Even a blind man can see he's sick. Everyone is super Southern. Even Satan is super Southern. It's just crazy. I mean, uh, this is a dream for you to do all these accents. Oh, I'm, I'm stoked about it. I really am. Uh, Johnny, what if I can help you? And I also live in the South, so this is really easy. I just have to think about everyone I know. Uh, yeah. Johnny, what if I can help your dad? If I can make him better, would you be, would you be willing to make a deal? And, like... Young Johnny Blaze goes, name your price. <laughs> I'll take your soul. And by sunrise tomorrow. Nope, nope, too high, too high. <laughs> too high, too high, too high. And then he's like, by sunrise tomorrow, your father will be healthy as a horse. All you have to do is sign. And then, like, he's just looking over the contract. This seems really highly illegal. Just cuts him, and boom, there's blood. And he's like, that, that'll that do just fine. It's like, wait, no, that's not how contracts work for one. Two, you caused that. He didn't even get to read the whole thing. There's a, there's a lot of things that are a little confusing here. The devil needs to learn a thing about consent. Accidental consent is not consent. No, it's not, devil. Oh, my goodness. Like, ugh. And also, I better writing here. Your dad's going to be healthy as a horse. Had the devil turned his dad into a horse. Better movie. Boom. You're welcome. Seabiscuit the sequel. Oh, my God. <laughs> I agree. What if he, he just could start- have been the horse that Johnny Blaze rides? Oh, my God. I'm really disappointed that they didn't do it. What if he was like Mr. Ed? And he's like, a horse is a horse. Of course. Of course. And it's like literally, oh, it would be absolutely wonderful. But that's not what happened. His father's no. super healthy. Um, either way, by the way, he signs it with blood. The devil, uh, he has an evil laughter. And then, uh, uh, so anyway, 
we go back to Johnny Blaze. We see his father, uh, and his father has a wreck. And I don't know how the timeline works. Is this like the next day? It feels like it's really sudden because he never met with Roxy. So I'm assuming it's literally the next day he wrecks his bike after feeling healthy as a horse. He even says, well, mm-hmm. I feel healthy as a horse. I wasn't even going to yeah. tell you how sick I was. But now I'm. the doctor says I'm clear. Like, when did he go to the doctor before 12 noon? Because that's when he's meeting with Roxy. This is really. That, it was that morning. Yeah, that time doesn't work the same way. Amy, we'll fight. Amy, we'll fight. This is not the Marvel universe. Don't you dare! This is. I didn't say cinematic universe. This is the Marvel island. This is an island by itself. The misfit <laughs> toy. Um. So anyway, no, I took it as the same day or as the next day. Like he wakes up after making that deal, and yeah, he he maybe he had his dad had a um uh. What am I trying to say? Uh, doctor's appointment already planned. Oh, that's a good point because he did get that uh, that in the mail, you know, saying about the cancer spreading. So yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's a good point. Um, but his dad immediately the the next morning has a wreck. He's like literally on fire. I guess you could say he went ablaze. <laughs> and he <laughs> all right, Clinton, calm oh, down. Oh, <laughs> hey, you did the combination of words, Emmy. So we both took p- the pages out of Clinton. Clinton, we don't need you. And uh, he went ablaze, and his father passes. What? It, what even is his dad's injury, though? He, I mean his his suit is not even singed. When I and this is not my favorite thing. You calling it fake? Whole... You, you think he faked his death? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he didn't truth his death. <laughs> I mean, he hit a flaming hoop, yes, but you're wearing leather. I feel like leather's pretty fireproof. There were no, like, he didn't have burns on him. He didn't land awkwardly on his neck like Mm. Johnny Blaze does later. Yeah. It just didn't see, he didn't even fall off the ramp. Yeah. So, like, it just didn't seem like there was enough of an injury for him to actually die, unless if maybe he had, like, a heart attack midair, but no, he's healthy. I don't huh? know. It's he's healthy as a horse. Why would he have a heart attack? Yeah, exactly. I hope. Dang it, if, dang it, Mephisto! If you're listening to this podcast, I really hope you went back and watched Ghost Rider, because if not, I'm so sorry. This, it's very detailed. This is a very <laughs> detailed review. If you did not watch Ghost Rider, and I'm just being honest with you. Uh, it's I want you to cringe with us. So hey, if you're in the UK, Netflix, and if you're in the United States, uh, HBO Max, go back and watch it and. And, and turn us back on after you do. And if you never watch it, don't worry. <laughs> so, um, but we see like he falls off his bike and the devil's behind it. Evil laughter. And uh, then we see Johnny blaze at the crossroads, literally a crossroads falls mm-hmm. off his bike. And you're no good to me. Dead. You, you, you killed him. I cured his cancer. That was the deal. You, you son of a bitch. One day when I need you, I will come until then I'll be watching Forget about friends, family. Forget about love. You're mine, Johnny Blaze. Lightning. Lightning hits everywhere. And, yeah. And so we we see Johnny Blaze. He does. He forgets about love, friends, family. He forgets about everything. Wow. And a- turns into Nicolas Cage. Basically, Nicolas Cage doesn't care about anything. So that's. Well, but that's what a life without love and friends and family turns will you. do to you. Yeah. It you'll you turn into, into Nicolas Cage. Yeah. If you ever look at Nicolas Cage, that's a lack of love, friends, and family right there. <laughs> I feel like I'm running low on Nicolas Cage facts, but I feel like this is, this is a place where I need to. Just put in a Nicholas Cage. We're fact. still very early on in this review, so just, just <laughs> want to make sure is, I preface it. 
This is one we, of the we're last just now seeing Nicolas Cage in this movie. This is the first time we're actually seeing. I know, so. I know. And I started off with a lot of Nicolas Cage. Okay, so another Nicolas Cage fact is that Nicolas Cage already has his grave. His tombstone is already in a graveyard in New Orleans. <laughs> no, it's not. One hundred percent, it is. It is just <laughs> a huge white pyramid. <laughs> And I went to New Orleans for one of my friend's sister's <laughs> Did you go to parties. Nicolas Cage's gravesite? I had tried so hard and they wouldn't let me in because it's one of the, the graveyards or the cemeteries or I'm not, I, I feel like it's graveyards. I don't know. That sounds scarier and it's New Orleans. Um, and it's one of the ones where you have to have like a, you have to be with a tour mm. and there's a huge wall around it. And so I had my phone up and I was taking pictures trying to find where Nicolas Cage's tombstone was, but it's a huge um, white square pyramid. Nice. Yeah. Like not an obelisk. It's like a, a pyramid with a square base. And so, yeah. And so when he, if he if, dies, if he dies, it's more like a yes. That's where he's going. And it's already like, it's already figured out. And I feel like that's <laughs> one of the weirdest things that I know about Nicolas Cage. And if you go to New Orleans, you can go there. And I forget what the cemetery is called. But the the issue was that we went to the wrong cemetery. <laughs> and then by the time we got to the right cemetery, it was the last uh, tour of the day. And, could, and I was like, no, listen, I drove 12 hours to be here. And I just want to see where Nicolas Cage is going to lay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate that you never got to see Nicholas Cage's gravesite. But I didn't see it. And I didn't even get to take a picture of it with my phone because I couldn't get high enough and it was too chaotic. Oh, well. Um, so, yeah, fun fact about Nicholas Cage. So, if you're going to New Orleans, you need to plan that part out of your, your trip. And if you find a picture, if you're able to take a picture of his gravesite, uh, tweet us at a Binger's Podcast. We would love to retweet you and say, there it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, appreciate that. Um, so, uh, we see before he turns into Nicholas Cage, though, he does ride by Roxy and leaves poor Roxy just sitting in the rain. She deserved an explanation. I didn't like that. You yeah. dick. What a dick. And then we see Nicholas F. And Cage. We flash forward and he's just looking in the mirror. He's like, you can't. I can't even do his voice. He's like so, so quiet. And the accent comes and goes. Yeah. He's like, you can't live in fear. It's just like this deep Southern voice. It's it's but it's not too deep like Sam Elliott. But it's like you can't live in fear. And Nicholas Cage and all aboard. Ah ha ha. We hear crazy train. It's it, and then he's gonna jump over track or trucks, excuse me. Slow motion. He jumps over all these trucks. He's basically the evil Knievel of nowadays. He jumps over all these trucks. He flashes back to his uh, blood of him signing the contract, falls on his face, skids, slams into a wall, and he gets up and like they're like they're Johnny, Johnny, you okay? Johnny, oh my god, you fell. Johnny, what's wrong? Yeah. And he's like is the buck okay? <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> and uh, yeah, anyway. So, and he gets up, puts on his sunglasses, and walks away. Okay. If somebody has a wreck like that, a NASCAR driver, anybody who's wearing a helmet, you do not remove the helmet just in case if it is a spinal injury or if there's something obstructing the, the airway. I almost said breathe way. And I was like, that's not right. <laughs> that's not right. Um, 
but yeah, you don't, you don't remove the helmet and they should know that if they're his like crew and stuff, like you don't remove the helmet. Yeah. Big, big no, no for me. Yeah. And then they, then we see uh, him talking uh, to Mac, who's his friend. He's like, you should be taking a dirt nap. You got an angel looking after you. And he goes, yeah, maybe it's something else. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, and then we see, uh, so yeah, basically they go back to his place and like his friend who's Mac, he's basically like, I don't know, just his only friend. <laughs> it's like a crew chief with him. 100% thought that was Blake Shelton. Is that wrong of me? Uh, yes, because it, no, it's not. But it's not. No, because I looked it up because later I was like, no, no, no. He was the dad on some show I used to like. He was um, the dad on Grounded for Life. Did you ever watch that? No, I did not. Oh, fantastic show. It was from 2001 to 2005. Um, his name is Donald. I'm going to say Log. <laughs> Log. I like it. Log. 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 He was also in Blade. Nice. But I haven't seen that. Oh, we might have to watch that, too, as part of our... We should have done that. That would have been much better than this. At least the first two. Dang it! <laughs> well, Nicolas Cage. Anyway, we wanted to review Nicolas Cage because we like to torture ourselves. Um, so we see uh, Edward Cullen, uh, who says... Angel. Uh, <laughs> so we see uh, Edward Cullen go to this bar, and we see this uh, biker guy. He's like, angels only, boy. You got a problem with that? And he goes, as a matter of fact, I do. Great writing. Wonderful writing. Here's one of my first great writing moments of this movie. As a matter of fact, I do. Wonderful stuff. I I, I really wasn't expecting that. Uh, Edward Cullen's just out uh, out of this world. Okay. Queen knows how to make an entrance. Made it rain, fire. Oh, yes. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, way to be inconspicuous. I get it. Science fact here, beer expands, bottle should have exploded. It was open, so... It was open. That's kind of a safe thing. At least it should have fizzled up. (laughs) Mm, But even... I feel like even if you leave a mason jar in the fridge or in the freezer that's open, it'll still expand enough that... I don't know. Anyway, maybe it depends on the type of beer, too. Yep. Just, Just saying, though... Probably should have exploded. <laughs> Probably should have. Uh, so uh, we see Mac and uh, Johnny Blaze back at his apartment. And uh, Mac, just thinking out for Johnny Blaze, wonderful. He says, this place could use a woman's touch, JB. And literally right away, this is the first cringe acting by Nicolas Cage of the movie that I can identify. He literally turns on the TV and there's a monkey on there. And it's like literally... Turns on, laughs. It's not turns on, waits a few moments, understands what's going on, starts laughing. It's like, click. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, literally, you just hit the you just hit the on button. How are you? And he just starts laughing over and over. And then I'm confused because Mac's like, what do you have to prove? And he's like, I have to prove it's me. And he goes, what are you talking about? And then, he, and then Johnny Blaze sounds like that one friend that's had a little bit too many. He starts talking about second chances and stuff. And you're like, whatever. He'll go to sleep in the morning. Who cares? But yeah, it's just. But he hasn't had one too many because he is sloshing jelly beans around in his martini glass. Dude, what? And it's never explained. No. What the hell is he doing in my head? And I have not read anything to uh, support this. In my head, this was a choice by Nick Cage where he was like, "Mm, I don't think my character drinks. I think he drinks jelly beans. (laughs) And they were like, dude, what? And he was like, nah, just let me just let me try it out. 
And he just would not budge from, I'm going to put jelly beans into. And there's no backstory. No one ever explains it. It's just this weird random thing. And they're only red and yellow. Like what? (laughs) Ghost Rider, the flames. It's the flames. Okay, fine. But at this point, he is not even Ghost Rider. You don't know. He hasn't turned into Ghost Rider yet. <laughs> it's just, it's a wild thing. And it he is. does. He sloshes them around as though it's a drink. Like he is shaken, not stirred, Mr. Bond himself. Like, <laughs> so weird. Oh. And yeah, I feel like the only time he laughs is when that chimp is doing karate with the guy. <laughs> and it's a maniacal, weird. I mean, it's so weird. It's like if you've ever watched The Room. It's like his laugh. He's like, oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> it's so odd. It's oh, such see, a- I still haven't seen that. Oh, it's the. Oh, my God. We need to review the room. It is one of the I, I will cry from laughter. That is the only movie that is so terrible. That has made me bust out crying from laughing. That's uh, somebody told us we needed to watch that. Could and I believe me. it was conspiracy theory tests. We were talking about it on their podcast for sure, because yeah. they, they I don't know that we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, no, yeah we, we did. did. We did. They do a screening uh, in Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. So at the pub, which I'm going to go to Ireland just for that reason. So I can watch it. Uh, He, Nicholas Cage does the, I feel like his face is best described as Zoolander's blue steel the entire time. He's just got that lip purse. Like, my gosh, I never thought of that, but yes, you're so spot on. It's not like the eyes are so serious. It's not quite duck lips, but it's very close. Yes. Yeah. He's got, his mouth is definitely doing like a, I wish I was kissing somebody, but no one would ever want to. Oh, speaking of which, spoiler alert, we might see that being proven wrong. Anyway, <laughs> so um, Edward Cullen, we're back to the bar, and Edward Cullen finds the uh, blonde waitress. I knew you were here. I could smell your fear. And all these creeping demon dudes come up, and why are you here? What do you want from us? I'm coming for the contract of San Baganza. Legend has the contract was stolen and hidden not far from here. I probably butchered that, but I swear. San Baganza. Sounds just <laughs> like it. I swear. That's what autocorrect told me what it was. What did, what did they say? Oh, San San Vin, Vin, Oh, well, now I'm going to butcher it, too. San Baganza. Oh, I don't even care at this point. So uh, I, I I'm going to say Baganza. You, you started it with a, with a B, like Bizarro, like. Sam, but I don't oh, know. Oh, I did, anyway. but I will say va. Is it? It's a V. It's a Z. yeah. Ven- oh. Venganza. Venganza. I thought it was Vaganza. Yeah. Although I will have to say that I. So, like I said, this is the end of the school year, so we're not. We're doing makeup work. We're trying to help kids get their grades up, and so. Um, I was in one of the corners with one of my kids who speaks Spanish and he doesn't speak English very well. And he was telling me like, oh, I'll help you speak Spanish if you help me speak English. And I was like, yes, of course. Mm -hmm. And so he was trying to tell me. I forget what the word was that he was trying to get me to say. And I kept saying he was like, no, no, that's wrong. It might have been pronunciation in Espanol. And um, the kid in front of him said it i mean perfectly with the r role and everything and he goes oh yeah her pronunciation was great and i was like okay thank you thanks i appreciate that he was like i mean like you did okay (laughs) (laughs) i mean you you did all right i mean it was okay i i will say though okay so i i i know a little bit of spanish okay un poquito spanish but when I speak Spanish, I have a Southern accent. So I'm like, hola, como estas? 
bien, E2. And it's just it's <laughs> so, it's so bad. <laughs> and I can't, I'm trying to figure out how to get away from it. But yeah, so this, this kid said that he would help me. And I appreciate that. He's very funny. Shout out to you, kid. Seriously. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for today. He, he taught me Bandera is flag. Ah, nice. Yeah. Bandera's flag and yeah. San Vaganza is terrible. Uh, so coming for the contract <laughs> of San Vaganza, a legend has the contract was stolen and hidden not far from here. Uh, and when we find it, then what? Then we take this world one city at a time. You might be a bad guy if you say, then we take this world one city at a time. I didn't even think that this movie. Oh, there's so many you might be a bad guy moments with these four creeps. There really is. I mean, come on. Yeah. They literally, they spell out their plan like 500 times to the camera. So just, just my two cents. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't, I, I guess I, and I started that. I didn't even think about it. Oh no. I'm telling you it's, it's pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah. And then like, what about, uh, Mastopolis? <laughs> and he, Oh, and he goes, Don't I will it. correct your pronunciation on that. What is it? It's Mephistopheles. Mephistopheles? Yeah. Mephistopheles, which is spelled like M-E-P-H-I-S-T-O. Mephisto so confirmed. Mephisto, if you're nasty. Mephisto, if we're nasty. I'm just going to say Mephisto now. So what about Mephisto confirmed? We finally got Mephisto and Clinton's not even here to see it. What about Mephisto? Don't ever say that name. So he's Voldemort. Okay, cool. So we've got some. That's awesome. This movie is just anyway. Um, and then uh, we go back to Johnny Blaze. He's listening uh, to music, and hey JB, shh, you're stepping on Karen, which I'm assuming is the vocalist of this artist. And I'm I'm shocked. I don't know that. I meant to Google that, but I didn't. The Carpenters. The Carpenters. Yes. Ooh, 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 ooh. ooh the car- I would assume. Uh, the, you would assume because he said it. At us if we're wrong. He did. He talks about the Carpenters, so I'm assuming that Karen is one of the vocalists of the Carpenters. Yeah, I, I would, spent too long on it, and you actually are gonna. Yeah, Karen Carpenter. She is a member. So anyway, cool. so perfect. Karen confirmed. Don't even add us. We got it. Uh, so uh, he stares at the mirror, and we hear "Baby, baby, 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 oh baby, I love you." That's the song that he's listening to. It's also a song in Tommy boy when, uh, David Spade and Chris Farley are like driving down the road. It's wonderful actually. Uh, but, uh, and he just says the same thing. You can't wait. You can't live in fear. (laughs) And it's like, okay. (laughs) And he walks out to do the jump and they're like, Oh, you know, Johnny never does interviews. Oh, Johnny, you want an interview? No, he doesn't do interviews. And then Roxanne walks up and he goes, ha, I'll do it. And it's, it's Roxanne. Woo. And he goes, uh, I watch a lot of TV. You do a really good job. And then she's like, well, what do you think about the big jump? And he's like, how's your family? How's your dad? <laughs> like, and, and she's just like, uh, psh, uh, anyway. And so, you know, he, she, she walks off after a failed interview and that was it, Mac, the sign. And Anyway, before he can go chase Roxanne, he has to jump six Black Hawk helicopters. Because why the hell not? Because his dad thought it would look cool. Oh, it looked cool, man. 
It really looked cool. So he jumps six Blackhawk helicopters, one of the greatest things I've ever seen in, in cinema history. I would say better than the Battle of Helm's Deep, better than, than the Avengers Endgame fight. Uh, I would definitely say Johnny Blaze, played by Nicolas Cage, jumping six CG helicopters was the greatest thing I've ever seen in, in cinematic history. Okay. Well, I'm not going to touch on any of that because, ew. You might have um, fast-forwarded it. <laughs> So I'm going to switch gears for to something maybe that might be a little bit more palatable is a math fact. You're welcome. Okay. So first of all, he is trying to jump goalpost to goalpost mm-hmm. and they say it's a 300 foot jump. That is goal line to goal line. Correct. That's a hundred yards. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. So goalpost to goalpost would be 360 feet. Ooh, nice. Just a little correction there. Also, a Black Hawk helicopter wingspan is 54 feet. So six of them all together would be 324 feet. So if he was actually going gold line to gold line. Wouldn't have fit. Wouldn't have fit. If he's going gold post to gold post, which in the movie, the gold posts are put on the gold lines. So... He's not. Um, if he's going goal post to go goal post. Po- oh, goal post is a hard word to say over you, and over again. You sounded again. really northern all of a sudden. You're like, goal post. Goal, goal post. <laughs> if he's going from goal post to goal post. A little bit in, of Minnesota for you. <laughs> in an actual football field. So that's 360. He's got 36 feet to play with, which is six yards. That's not even a down in American football. <laughs> that's not even well, and that means that the the um, helicopters would have about a yard in between the blades. That's just extremely dangerous. Very irresponsible. I don't like it. I also wanted to let you guys know that it the world record for jumps on a motorcycle was 277 feet until 2007 when Robbie Madison jumped 322 feet. False. In a quarter. False. Not until 2007 when Johnny Blaze jumped 360 feet over six Blackhawk helicopters. So thank you, Johnny Blaze, for breaking that record. Don't listen to him. Okay. It was also interesting that when the Blackhawk helicopters came down, um, Valkyrie, what's that? The song? I didn't write it down because I was like, oh, I remember that. Valkyrie Rising? The oh. song from um, oh, I don't even Apocalypse have Now. Oh, is also playing. Yep. Yeah. So he he jumps six Blackhawk helicopters. A lot of good math there. I just saw him jump all these helicopters. I was like, cool. That That's as much thought process as I did, Amy. I'll just be honest with you. And then Johnny Blaze makes it, and then he drives off because after you get a huge jump like that, and he goes right up to the – he somehow caught up with the news van that holds Roxanne and uh, the cameraman. I made it. Pull over. Come on, Roxy. I need to talk to you. And she's like, and then finally he's like, hang on. And he drives super fast only to go right in front and just completely slam his brakes on. Almost causes a huge car pile up. Very irresponsible just to get a date. And uh, he's very, yeah, very irresponsible. My words exactly. Yeah. Thank you. And he's like, howdy, howdy, howdy. Because <laughs> he's Woody from Toy Story now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Give me that. Anyway, uh, gosh, Toy Story. Wonderful movie. Uh, one of my favorites. Uh, so... 
It's a good movie. I mean, you want to give a scrunch face again? No, 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 no. I was trying to figure out where in the movie that was. Oh, it, when they take the, his hat. The shark has the, his hat and he goes, hey, he goes, I'm Woody. Howdy, 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 howdy. And he goes, ah, ha, ah, ha, ha, Give me that. Anyway, okay. sorry. I might be. Sorry. A, trying to trying to place that quote in the movie. Gotcha. Sorry. Toy Story. There's like a couple of movies I know every word of toy story is one of my favorite childhood movie uh, movies so anyway so howdy 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 we see it it's it's wonderful and uh yeah he's like roxanne uh th- it was a sign you you wouldn't have come here if you didn't care for me and uh so yeah then he kisses her which is really weird and she like takes her time then pushes away like it's like all right let's let's have this kiss for like five seconds then she pushes away it's awkward all of a sudden he gets a date 8 p.m. and he's stoked and he goes yes cool also calls it italian and i'm sorry but i thought for a moment that those were fake teeth is that just me just you i didn't look close enough to be honest with you i was looking at the time probably at that at that point (laughs) I I thought 100%, and then afterwards as well, I just I thought he had fake teeth in, but maybe those are just his teeth, and nice job, Nick Cage, keeping up with your teeth. They're very white, very dentry. <laughs> <laughs> dentry. But I didn't I didn't read anything, because I did do a little bit more research than Brandon, it seems, um, oh, but I didn't read I, anything. I, I did absolutely zero research, if you're wondering. so I didn't read anything that said he was wearing fake teeth. Okay. So maybe he's just that good of an actor. Thanks, Nicholas Cage, for your wonderful teeth. Uh, we we switched to the lights are now going out. Now deal with my rider. And send your precious rider. I'll retire him like I'll retire you, father. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, my gosh. Mephisto. It's Mephisto. He's a father. He's a father. How sweet. Uh, it's a boy. <laughs> and he's a shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. He's such a shit. It's, it's, it's pretty amazing. Um, and so, yeah, then we fast forward to Roxanne. I'm, I'm going to go quick here because this is all just kind of really nothing that really pushes the story along too much she's she's at this date she's drinking a lot of wine by herself because johnny has not showed up she checks her she checks her messages holy hell that's an old ass phone like i mean i I saw that and i was like oh man that brings back memories like sms messages um that was 2007 though no she even gets an eight ball what the hell is this i okay again another thing not explained obviously they're each other's kind of weird i eat jelly beans you check your eight ball for messages literally no one's (laughs) like this fancy restaurant she just grabs an eight ball shakes it looks a little discouraged and then she puts it up and that's it that's that's it's wild that's the whole point of that moment. She shakes an eight ball. Who knows what she's asking? I'm sure she's saying, am I really starring in a movie with Nicolas Cage? And it's like, yes, you are. And she's like, ugh. Oh, <laughs> dang it. Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> judging by her reaction, but it's, it's just stupid. And then we see Johnny. Never explained. Either. Never That's, explained. That was ugh, dumb. Goodness. And then Johnny Blaze is looking in the mirror and he's like, you deserve a second chance. And his hands begin glowing red. He washes them because that's what you do when your hands are glowing red. And then they begin smoking. And he looks at the flames on his bicycle. Uh, We cut back to Rox, who is pouring herself a whole lot of wine. And then we see Johnny Blaze walking through an alley. There's a motorcycle outside of his house. Evil laughter ensues. And he points. He does this a lot. You. He just like point like Johnny Blaze just points and says you, and we see this dialogue go down between him and Mephisto. Hello, Johnny. Stay away from me. Why are you here? I've always been here. Phoenix, Denver, Houston. I've gone to all your your wonderful 
motor motorcycle stuff. I'm a big fan. He doesn't say that part. It was keeping it, it was you keeping me alive. It's all you. You're the best. I'm your biggest fan. I'm so proud. It's like watching an investment growing and growing until you cash it. Like GameStop. Find the one known as Blackheart and destroy him. Find him yourself. That's not how the contract works. I'm not doing it. And the motorcycle shoots off the cars and blah, blah, blah. Somehow he just just gets mind controlled into, you know, riding in this motorcycle and finding Blackheart to kill him. And we see the motorcycle shoots off and with Johnny Blaze. Johnny Blaze gets on this motorcycle. Cars are blowing up everywhere. Flames are shooting out. Police officer radar gun is going off the charts. Signs burst into flames. And yeah, John. Why? It, why? Why so destructive? <laughs> like, can you not just ride down the road and like have like, flames on the road? Maybe that's that's the most. If you're trying to 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 like sneak up on somebody, I feel like keeping a low profile is really important. And this was the opposite of that. This was like I'm going to burn city blocks until I find this this idiot. Like, ugh, goodness. Yeah. I mean, it's Mephisto. I agree. It's, Does he not have any other forethought? Like, <laughs> I just want things to burn. Burn. Burn, baby. Goodness. Um, I will say, I am going to give one absolute positive here, not just to the movie, mm-hmm. but to Nicolas Cage as a person. Oh, okay. And this might be, and I'm glad it's recorded. This might be the only time. I was not ready for this. It is recording right now. When Nicolas Cage commits, he commits. Oh. (laughs) When he was turning into Ghost Rider, he committed to that. And he emitted absolute nutty, crazy, I mean, manic energy. That just, I mean, almost sold it for me. Almost. Yeah, he literally falls off his bike. His pants are on fire. So I guess he's a liar. And he begins <laughs> smoking. And he's like, ah! And he's like, ha, 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 And his head starts burning. It's really like Nicolas Cage from like, you know, prime Nicolas Cage. Like, you believe he's absolutely going nuts right then. And he does it in a lot of movies. He does. Have you ever seen... The Wicker Man? Uh, no. I'm not complaining about that either. Okay. I have not seen The Wicker Man either. But okay. because I don't like Nicolas Cage, I have friends who send me things about Nicolas Cage all the time. So The Wicker Man is the movie where they put a cage of bees on his head and he's going, not the bees! Oh, I've seen that. I've seen that not clip. Not the bees! I have seen that clip. Yes. Um, I've seen the original Wicker Man, which was from 1973. I looked it up today. Over the uh, quarantine, um, my friend Ben decided that we needed to watch it. Um, And I was like, we need to watch the Nick Cage version. And that hasn't happened yet. So this is just message directly to Ben. Hey, we need to watch the Nick Cage version at some point. um, Because, well, it's going to be five years because I have a five-year limit. I can only watch one Nick Cage movie every five years. And I feel like this was pushing it to... (laughs) What did I want? Maybe it was the Croods that came out less than five years ago. Ooh. 
or maybe I'm just thinking of the wicker man. Maybe. <laughs> and he wasn't in it, but it was like just the fact that he was in a movie called the wicker man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's so bad. It's so bad. But yes. Okay. Yeah. But when he, yeah, when he commits to something, he does commit and I will commend him for that because good Lord. And he fully transforms into ghost rider. We see it. I will say this ghost rider CG is not too bad for me. I'm not like really overly complaining. I thought he didn't look too bad. This is an actual 3d rendering of his skull. I can an see that actual x-ray 3d rendering of Nick Cage's skull. is kinda, Ghost Rider. I kind of like that. And they, I even saw like where they would piece his skull together or where his face would like fall off into the skull. Like mm-hmm. I really was watching that and thinking, I think they took a real a rendering of his skull because it like, it did not look like, you know, when, Obviously, whoa, that's a little bit bigger. That's a little bit. It it was pretty cool, actually. So well done, VFX artist. I So we're saying some good things right here. Yeah. The first look at Ghost Rider was not terrible. No. And then he talks. And so. Uh, the, the, that was almost a spit take. Sorry. <laughs> Mephisto, or excuse me, Mephisto's son is like looking for someone. And like Ghost Rider, who's like Batman, has a different voice. And he's like, back to hell. You're going down. And he goes, I don't think so. Top-notch writing. Here's my second writing credit of the day. You're going down. I don't think so. One of the best things. I mean, you would not find this writing anywhere else except Ghost Rider. Wonderful writing. I I hope they won an Academy Award for the screenwriting. Uh, Just absolutely wonderful stuff. So second credit to the top-notch writing. That is my notes here. Top-notch writing. Uh, So, yeah. And then we see Ghost Rider get hit by a truck. And then... Hey, dirtbag. And a punch. And then the guy's like, have mercy. Like, you know, from like uh, Joey from Full House. No, it wasn't Joey. Who was the cool? Jesse. He was the cool. Oh, have mercy. He was the cool oh, uncle yeah, from yeah, Full yeah. House. Yeah. He says, have mercy like Uncle Jesse from Full House. And then Ghost Rider responds, sorry, I'll have a mercy. And he wraps the flaming chain around him and turns him into rock as he screams. And he calls his motorcycle like a dog. He whistles for it. Ghost Rider does. Customizes the bike. And, you know, and then we cut back because all this amazing, crazy, weird shit's happening. Kind of don't hate it, honestly. But then we go back to Roxanne, who's at the, uh, who's at the bar or at the restaurant. You think I'm pretty right? You, I, I love that you paused because you knew I was going to have something to I say did. about this shit. I saw your, well, even before I saw your face, I actually put in my notes, pause here. Because <laughs> yeah. I know Emmy is going to, you think I'm pretty right? Because that's all my sw- self-worth is all about how pretty I am. Oh. Hashtag 2007. Yes. I, well, and not even 2007. I feel like we were starting, like there was, oh, we were starting to see that that's not okay in movies. And to have that written in a movie from 2007, it's inexcusable. It is. Being conventionally pretty is not the only worth that females have in this world. What? Oh my goodness. Shocking. Absolutely I know. shocking, Amy. I know. I know. And I, I actually had a conversation with my mom recently where she was like, yeah, people are asking, like, are you dating anybody or are you seeing anybody? And I was like, my worth does not depend on having a man. Like, I own my house. Like, I am a strong, independent female. And I am worth something to this society without having a male in my life. I, like, I know that's shocking to some people. However, 
your worth is not based on what you, I completely agree with me. It's not, yeah, it's not based on someone else. It's not, and it's not even just females. Like your worth as a human does not depend on anybody else. And like, you might not have kids or be married, but like you are providing a service to the world, whoever you are. And if you are married and if you do have kids, you're providing a service to the world as well. Just, ah, that line just made me so mad. If you're wondering why I paused there, that was the reason why. (laughs) That that was the reason why. Yeah. Uh, Everybody is worthy in, in the world. Everybody is worth more than they give themselves in the world. Oh, I agree. Especially if you're listening to this podcast, uh, you definitely are worth it. So, uh, uh, just a little Missy Elliott line for you. If you're, if you're worth it, uh, let me work it. Uh, but I'm going to flip my Put name my down, thing down and, and, reverse and reverse it. it. Yes. So, so uh, parent return to parent parent. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm leaving that in. <laughs> okay. So she says something. She, there's she does a say it in reverse. She reversed it. She does say it in reverse, but I never try to do it because I'm going to butcher it, but someone else always does. And it's like, <laughs> it's, it's just, I think I did it better than that, sir. Uh, maybe as you be the judge, tweet us, let us know who did it better. So but we, see, we see that this, dude, we go to this guy who's trying to mug this woman and you guilty look into my eyes your soul is strained by the blood of the innocent or excuse me stained not strained stained by the blood of the innocent feel their pain and okay is this rebel wilson because it looks is it i never googled this i swear on everything but it looked and later on we hear her talk but my note Mm -hmm. said looks just like rebel wilson and then we hear her talk later on i'm like that's that has to be her so it is Yes, it is. Okay, first of all, I didn't catch it when they were in the dark in the alley. I caught it later when she was on camera. Wow, okay. I, I, you, it was a question mark both times, but I was figuring you would research it. So, Oh, yeah, 100%, because Rebel Wilson is my favorite. She's wonderful. She is wonderful. Um, and I, she's actually Australian and she was using an American accent. And so I was like, maybe it's not, because her, her American accent is very good. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, mm, is it her? Um, and I've also been recently watching Pooch Perfect, which <laughs> oh. I think actually I'm missing tonight. Is that the to dog grooming show? This. Is that? The- yes. Okay. We watched a couple and episodes she, of that. She hosts it and it's, it's awesome. It, yep. Watch Pooch Perfect. It's fantastic. Yeah. Rebel Wilson. And yeah, I'm, I'm so glad that I, I was like, is that her? And it definitely was. It, this is her like debut. She is credited as a woman in alley oh, i love it a girl in alley oh her most esteemed role that she's ever had is yeah. woman in alley on ghost rider my favorite rebel wilson story she was on some late night talk show and she had a necklace on that said bitch and i think it was jimmy kimmel i might be wrong and he he was like oh i really like your necklace it said bitch real real big in big letters and he was like oh i like your necklace and she was like thanks it was my grandmother's <laughs> I just, I aspire to be her. I she love is, Rebel Wilson. She is wonderful. She is absolutely wonderful. So we see Rebel get uh, get uh, mugged Save. in this alley, but oh. then Nicholas Cage's uh, Johnny Blaze Ghost Rider saves, uh, tells him to look into his eyes, his holes stained by the blood of the innocent, feel their pain, and then he rides his motorcycle, falls off of it as he comes to a stop, and 
turns back everything turns back into his normal bike he turns back into Nicolas cage he crawls to his dad's grave and collapses and we hear sam elliott morning bonehead and uh so yeah wonderful sam elliott's here and he great great line yeah exactly bonehead get it because he's a skull uh, he's got okay anyway (laughs) (laughs) wonderful writing by this movie uh he wakes up the next morning uh and he's like feeling okay he's like i'm good i'm good my skull feels like it's on fire but i'm good i actually think i remember that from the trailer i never even watched the trailer like the last week and i knew we were reviewing this but i swear on everything i remember that line vividly so i really think that was in a trailer i watched a couple times that my skull's on fire is the first thing that pops up you know how netflix does like previews of something Mm -hmm. and so when i like clicked on it today maybe that was it then maybe that was it but you didn't do Netflix, did you? No. But Does I, HBO Go do the same thing or yeah. HBO Max? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh. It literally says, well, are, you, was... are you sure you want to watch Ghost Rider? And then... <laughs> <laughs> are you? Are you Okay. So, But like, how drunk are you? Yeah. Are you okay? It's 11 <laughs> in the morning. We know you haven't drank yet. So what's going on? I have a question here. Yes. So did he kill that mugger? Is he just out in these streets choosing violence? I don't think he's killing him. Well, but then he does the same thing too. Well, we have to get to that when we get to it. I I don't think he killed him. I think he just more like a, just shocked him. Like kind of like. I mean, his eyes didn't look okay whenever he fell over. Oh, I know. But he still was like, he closed his eyes, didn't he? Like at the end, he's like kind of. Did he not? I don't know. I don't think he I, killed not him. Not that I saw, but I was watching it on time and a half. <laughs> I don't think he killed him. I could be wrong, though, at the same time. Yeah, and why would you? Because, like, that's his whole character stick is, like, you know, not. Like, he's, he's like second chances. innocent. Exactly, but his whole character is, like, I believe in second chances. Well, if you're killing somebody, you're not giving them their opportunity for a second chance. You're literally ruining that right there. So I think maybe we just found a plot hole. Plot hole. One, what? One one of the plot holes. One of. I, I don't know what you're talking about. This is the greatest movie I've ever watched in my entire life. Um. So, yeah. I, yeah. Well, okay. Speaking of, I will give it just a little bit more love. I love when the narrator's in the story. What do you mean? Like the narrator, he started out as Sam Elliott at the beginning. He started out as the narrator. Yes. And now he's actually in the story. Yeah, like he's actually a, a character. And I, I, Sam Elliott's like my favorite part of this entire movie. I'll be honest with you. I like Sam Elliott's character a lot. He does. He does. He does Sam Elliott really well. Well, no, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure he does the exact same thing in The Big Lebowski that he's the narrator. And then at the end, he's at the bar at the bowling alley am i wrong i haven't seen the big lebowski in a very long time even though it's one of my favorite movies don't don't set yourself up for comments on twitter i I don't know i i mean come for me honestly i can hold on to a movie for about six months and then i completely forget what it is i could watch this again in six months even though i took notes on it and i will not remember what happened yeah yeah well we, we we go to this whole sam elliott thing it like and he goes like Last night did happen. Oh, wait, wait, sorry. Sam Elliott voice. Uh, Last night did happen or will happen again. Question is, who are you? You are the rider, the ghost rider. And uh, anyway, uh, Roxy's reporting. See the souls of the wicked. It's the ghost rider's greatest weapon. Blah, blah, blah. And then we see more Sam Elliott where he's like, last one 150 years ago, a stranger came around making a deal. And one by one, they turned on each other. 
And it's just, yeah, it's more like, it's just like, what does that have to do with Blackheart? Fall, fallen angels cast it out of heaven, waiting in the elements, waiting for the end of days. And then I feel better knowing I'm the devil's bounty hunter. It's just, it's a lot of dialogue here. It's very simple and quick though. It's not like, a, it's just a lot of talking and like, and then he goes, why did you make the deal? And, and Nicholas Cage goes, I was a kid. What did he bet in return? Or, or what did you get in return? Heartache. And then that's it. That's the whole movie. Basically, so Sam Elliott's character is trying to understand why did Johnny Blaze make this bet? Why did he do what he needed to do? Uh, kind of understands he was doing it out of love. He was doing it out of love for his father. He wasn't doing it out of greed. He wasn't doing it out of something more like a lot of people that sell their souls to the devil. He was actually doing it to give his father another day. So it's kind of, it's a cool little moment here and they set up seeds here that's going to be planted later on in the story. However, while this is happening, I'm just like, uh, I'm just like, it, it, it wasn't landing at the time. I still like what they did overall with that message, but still it's, it's just like, it just feels like two Southern dudes that just don't know how to talk to each other. And it's like weird. I felt like it was more like, we're lucky that this loony old guy is here to explain this to us because we're all lost. Uh, we have yes. no idea why he just turned into scorpion to try and scorpion. kill some demon people. Yeah. Scorpion. We, like we don't get it. Although right here, and I like I said, my, my brain doesn't hold on to movies as long as it should. Um, and so even though I'd already seen this, I was like, right here, didn't remember it. And I was like, he's the old writer. He's the guy who got away. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, one thing that I really did love earnestly, and I'm not even going to give a caveat for this, that he tried to do fire from his fingers. He was like, hey, the old guy was like, sanitize this for me. And he was like, trying to do it with his fingers. And he was like, nah, put it in the boiling, boiling water, water, you idiot. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was really funny, too. That was actually a really funny part. To sanitize but also, But also, that was a knife wound from the mugger the night before, right? Correct. When he was ghostwriter. Later in the movie, they literally riddle him with bullets. Oh, and there's no bullet wounds. That's a good point. So what the heck? Also, his leather jacket didn't have a knife mark in it that I could see, nor did it have bullet holes in it that I could see. I so, can't imagine how you're finding plot holes in this movie. I, I, I don't get it. I don't I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, neither do I. Help us explain this to us if we are overlooking anything. Yeah. <laughs> If anybody is a a, a ghostwriterologist or a glutton for punishment and watch this movie, uh, so more than once, more than once, um, so we see that ghostwriter, uh, excuse me, uh, Johnny Blaze drives up to the scene. Oh my god! And then we see Rebel Wilson. His face was a skull, and it was on fire. Like she speaks with an American accent. Sorry. You don't have to do Sorry. an Australian accent his, for her. His face was a skull and it was on fire. Like it was an, it was on, it was an edgy look, but she, but he totally pulled it off. And yeah, it was really funny. And that was the moment where, because in the alley, I was like, that looks like Wilson. That looks like rebel. And then when I heard her talk, I was like, and I know it wasn't her true accent. Don't get me wrong, but I still, you know, like the the inflection, the tones. Like I mean, it was like that is her. That has to be her. I love that it's, it's her. It's hard too that she had black hair and bangs. Yeah, 
I absolutely loved it though. Cause I, I second guessed myself, but the fact that it actually was her, I was like, yes, that's bitch, awesome. yes, girl. Yeah. Yeah. We Very got excited uh, that rebel Wilson's in the MCU. This is wonderful. Uh, yeah. and so we see, <laughs> you just cringed when I said that. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, uh, I would keep answering Kevin Feige's calls, rebel Wilson. If I yeah. were you, I, it's uh, not- maybe maybe get into some better ones yeah exactly uh this is really not the mcu rebel wilson uh but you hey it's a good audition it's a good audition tape so uh we see that roxanne is telling johnny that he's uh, a better paid carney and her father was right it was just a phase just basically completely belittles uh, johnny blaze and when he walks up just like you know just kind of tears him limb from limb and yeah anyway and then we just cut and we're back at Johnny Blaze's apartment. But also kind of asserts the fact like, like I just, she kind of had a realization that night. Like it's not just beauty that has worth for me. It's the fact that I went to college. I had a good job. Not that going to college gives you worth, but she did something to make her feel like she was doing something. Right. If that makes sense. Like she, did all of this stuff to give herself worth in her own mind. This, this whole story honestly is like a, a backtrack for her. I mean, like <laughs> this whole this story point, is a gets, backtrack for us. Are you yeah. <laughs> like this whole movie? <laughs> but at this point she got to a point where she was like, listen, like you, you left me. Like I, I figured out why I, I understand it. I get it. I went off and I did my thing. I did everything that I wanted to. I found my self-worth and, and that should have been the end of it. Right. But then she, because he went off and was like, Oh, whatever. She's like, uh, I got to chase it. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. eye roll? You guys can't hear my eye rolls. Oh, there's a visible eye roll. One day we'll do <laughs> video podcasts on YouTube, and you'll get to see our expressions. And that is a goal of mine. It's something I'm working on. Um, but yeah, because I need you to see Clinton and Emmy's facial expressions because sometimes they tell you a lot without saying one word. So that's. I think I've said it before. People have said that my my face doesn't have an inside voice. <laughs> it doesn't. It really doesn't. Um, so stop it. Yeah. And so Rox, Roxanne just completely butchers Johnny blaze. And then Nicholas cage is back at his apartment, not phased in the slightest. He's, he's looking at himself in the mirror shirtless because it's an obligatory shirtless Marvel hero moment. Nicholas cage. Fine. Absolutely fine. Emmy is looking like she's going to just sweat. She is absolutely loving Nicholas cage shirtless. Uh, Emmy, hold on a second before you give your thoughts on how wonderful Nicholas Cage looked. Uh, I just, I just want your initial thoughts. If you thought he was drop dead gorgeous, be quiet for five seconds. Wow, five seconds, Emmy. That's crazy. Five, four, three, two, one. Wow, you really thought he was that gorgeous. That is amazing. All right. Well, now, uh, so what? So since you thought he was gorgeous, why did you think he was gorgeous, Emmy? You, you can speak. Brandon muted me. <laughs> That's sabotage. Emmy, I did not mute you. You didn't, you chose not to speak. You were not talking. That's not consent, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon muted me, and I need you guys to know she how would- hard I was screaming. 
that is not his body. And then I said, you muted me, you twat. (laughs) (laughs) I I gave you the opportunity. I said, if you thought he was drop dead gorgeous, be quiet for five seconds. And you chose to not speak. And I really was. I chose nothing. I was screaming into my microphone. That was a brave decision to me to, to on this podcast where it's heard by thousands of people. uh, They'll know that you thought Nicholas Cage shirtless was hot. So that was, I will, I will. Okay. Listen. Okay. So the body from the neck down looked pretty good. Okay. Okay. Was it Nick Cage from the neck, from the neck down? Debatable. <laughs> there is somebody, I read this today, somebody on the audio commentary who says, like, that is definitely Nick Cage. Like, I was his trainer and I worked with him. And I feel like if it was, you didn't have to say that. Uh, ooh, okay. Interesting. So, Also, did y'all see a Ghost Rider tattoo? No, because that's not Nick Cage. There it is. Kick, kick mage. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> That's it's, what I was about to say. It's not kick mage. And yeah, they couldn't definitely, they could definitely not, instead of CG an entire body over Nicolas Cage's head, they, yeah, they definitely couldn't CG a tattoo out. I agree. I mean, that makes a lot more sense. So logic, hashtag logic. I agree. <laughs> All right. You know what? You know what? <laughs> Clinton, Clinton is not here. And so I, I, someone asked me <laughs> that I, I be the the vessel for depravity. And so here's what here's what I'll say about that body. Uh-huh. I would paper bag it. <laughs> if Nick Cage's face was on top, I'd paper bag it. <laughs> I wasn't ready. You're like, here's <laughs> here's the commentary that I would say. And I'm expecting I, something so thought provoking, you're like I would paper bag it. Like, I was sorry, I wasn't ready for that. I would be curious to see <laughs> Clinton's thoughts as well. Okay. Well, when Clinton gets back next week, we will ask him. Nicholas, Cage, we'll just send him a screenshot of that picture of Nicholas Cage shirtless. Neck down. Also, it's like three shades darker than his face. I just, I don't, I don't think that that's Nick Cage's body. But okay. All right. Well, I, but I'd paper bag. <laughs> Oh my god, could you imagine the sounds that would come out of that paper bag? He would go. If it was actually Nick Cage. Yeah, he would go. Well, howdy, howdy. All right. The bees. He he, he would say the bees. He would go, I deserve a second chance. (laughs) He'd be like, no, you only got one tonight, Nick. No. (laughs) Never mind. I take it back. I take it all back. (laughs) So, Nicolas Cage, he's shirtless. Uh, He even goes in the mirror. It's weird. Uh, He reads about the fire element and that exists in man. And I'm I'm speaking to the fire element within me. Give me control or the possessing spirit. And then all of a sudden flames just shoot out of his hand. So that was quick. It it didn't take too much. He just read an old book that was in his apartment. And now he can shoot flames out of his hands. Roxanne comes up the lift, apologizes for the word she said. She talks about the day they took the photo because there's a photo of them. You know, like a little uh, montage photo. um, Like a carnival. Not a montage. Like a a photo booth. Photo booth. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Uh, They start making out immediately. And he says, I can walk you to your car. And she confronts him about the mixed signals. So, like, wait, you you risked your life to get a date with me, and then you don't show up, and now you're telling me to take me to my car? You can tell me anything. What's going on? And then all of a sudden, he's like, I sold my soul to the devil. What? I said I sold my soul to the devil. I have to spare you from him. 
that's why I couldn't make it to dinner. It it only happens at night when I'm around evil people, evil spirits. I change. I'm learning to get control of it, or I'll try to. And she goes, and he goes, it's probably a good idea for you to run on home now, Roxanne. <laughs> and she just run, she, run on home, run now. on he, home. If anyone ever said that to me, I'd be like, like I don't do well with authority ever. <laughs> but if someone told me to run on home now, I'd be like, oh, ooh, I'm gonna say to you, all right, run on home now, Amy. Mm, <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs> like, I, I, I guess depending on the context, but like, oh, this is a bad context. Like, literally, yes, this, yeah. This, like, it's this, like this belittling. Bad. It's like a like a father talking to a to a child. Now, now run like, on home. Run now. on home now. No. Tell mama that dinner's ready. Yeah. Or yeah, and tell Paul that I miss him. Uh, yeah. And then she, this is your excuse for everything. She'd like, basically you're either crazy or you're, you're so desperate to get rid of me. Which one is it? And he's like, uh, huh. and then she just leaves abruptly. And right after she leaves, he gets arrested immediately, but we'll get into that arrest scene in just a moment. So yeah, more progression to this story of rocks and Johnny. Um, wonderful. Just absolutely breathtaking romance. Uh, rivals the best movies I've ever watched. What What are you thinking, Amy? Have you ever seen a show where the people get married and they've never kissed before or like done anything? Like like maybe they've held hands. Like if they're sluts. I, I've been I've been with my fiance <laughs> for nine years and I've never kissed her, never held her hand, nothing. Okay. Yeah. Seriously. So so your wedding is going to be one of these. I'm going to film it and it's going to be like <laughs> kissing Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Oh, is it when they kissed? It was like literally. Have you remember when? It's, and this is going to sound weird, but remember when Michael Jackson and uh, Presley? What was her name? Uh, Maria. I can't remember her name. Her last name was Presley. Uh, but it was he kissed her, and it looked like he was making out with a mannequin. Like he just like just literally just wrapped his arms around a mannequin. It was the weirdest kiss in the entire world. And no offense to any Michael Jackson fans, it was just the most odd thing in the entire world seeing him. Kiss I'm somebody. trying to think of. Elvis Presley's daughter now. I can't remember her name. Oh, gosh. Well, luckily. We okay, you Google that. Um, but I'm talking about the show where it's literal, like. Lisa. Yeah. Lisa, Lisa Mar Marie. Yeah. Lisa Marie Presley. I'm sorry. It's people who just are so, like, we're not going to touch until we're married. And hey. they don't kiss. They don't. They might hold hands. They don't do any of the bases. They don't. Can you explain do... the? Hold on, Emmy. Can you explain the bases? What's first, second, third, and home plate for those? Yeah, that are yeah. It's it's upstairs, outsidesies <laughs> is first. Okay. We've got downstairs, outside to outsidesies, which is which I would assume is seconds. Okay. What's third? Uh, upstairs, insidesies. Upstairs, insidesies. <laughs> Ah, okay, okay, yeah. Upstairs, inside shirts, right? We are. And then... Let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers <laughs> and the trees and a thing up like above. And a thing called love. Home plate is downstairs, inside <laughs> This is, I need, I need, because my mother would be absolutely mortified. I'm not sure where I learned this, but it was not from my mother. <laughs> 
Well, okay. Well, we're glad to give you, um, yeah. And honestly, okay. And I'm not trying to be like, there are people that don't do anything before they get married. And honestly, I kind of respect it in a weird way. Uh, that's not me. There's a show. There's a show though. Oh, and they, I know. Like, show their wedding. And it's like, uh, you may now kiss the bride and they've never kissed anything before, except for the back of their hand. And it's the most awkward kiss that that is how Nicholas Cage kisses. Yeah. Like he's never kissed anything before, except for <sighs> the back of his hand or the and, side uh, of a shower. Wall. Honestly, if you want to like wait for marriage for uh, downstairs inside, inside these, uh, as Emmy said, uh, I think that was it. <laughs> but, uh, that like, was home. That was home. That's or what, even upstairs outside. Sorry, home. That's what I meant. Like, even if you want to wait for that, that's perfectly fine. That is actually really respectable. Uh, it's just to me, at least kiss your significant other before you get married. And maybe, gosh, I don't even want to say that. You don't have to, but I feel like it would be very beneficial because especially that moment, you're not looking like you're just kind of pressing up against a brick wall, you know? And that's what that show is. And oh. it's highly entertaining, but so cringe. It's so cringe. And that's what, that's every single time that even then does and Nicolas Cage kissed, it was like, oh, like, I, I think, Eva Mendes, like she knew what she was doing, but Nicolas Cage was like, you are a shower door and I'm going to kiss you now. <laughs> You're a shower door. Nicolas Cage makes out with his, uh, allegedly makes out with his shower door. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Only here on the Avengers podcast, we can confirm that. It looks, it looks terrible. Alleged. Um, allegedly. Yes. No, no, it does look terrible. That's not alleged. It looks awful. Yep. I... Okay, I'm. I had a couple things to Google here. So they say, or no, uh, Nicholas Cage is looking at a book that says Faust. Mm -hmm. Um, so there was a German philosopher and scientist. His name was blah 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 Faust. Oh, nice. Good Wasn't research. his actual name something Jorge? <laughs> blah, but blah, blah, I'm blah, sure blah, that's blah. not how you say that in German. <laughs> blah, blah 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 Faust. Uh, Johann George Faust. Nice. Or Johann nice. Jorge. So. Well, that would be Spanish, and he's German, well, so they you, wouldn't say Jorge. You don't know that. I don't know that. You're right. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know German. I don't either. Um, so he was really, really smart, and so there were legends about him that he had sold his soul oh, to the hold devil. On, hold on. Legends. Okay, now you can go. Yeah, that he had sold his soul to the devil um, for knowledge. Mm -hmm. And so Faust... I believe was an actual person, but then there are also stories called Faust about Faust because he was just too smart for his own good mm. or for Mephisto's good. Ooh. Ooh. Um, also, they mentioned Nephilim, which I recognize because I watched all 57 seasons of Supernatural. Oh, nice. Um, which in Supernatural, it is the son or daughter the offspring of an angel and a human so in supernatural it's satan tricks a human into having his son and so there's a nephilim in later seasons um but in actual lore um they are giants like they're just big really which obviously isn't what i don't even remember who they called a nephilim i don't either Honestly, but they did use it. So if you watch Supernatural, they're using the same words. <laughs> that, that's it. They they copied Supernatural. Confirmed. Yeah. Yep. 
So, right. so we see the cops, uh, they, uh, as soon as Roxanne leaves, which is perfect timing, he is arrested immediately. Cops fly in good cop, bad cop ensues. He does not confess. Ghost Rider Johnny blaze does not confess to killing anyone. The cops throw him into a prison. He pleads to let him out. And uh, I don't want any trouble at nice jacket. And he, uh, then ends up because he feels the spirits and the evilness, he becomes Ghost Rider, and he just kicks everyone's ass, and then he takes the dude's jacket, and he goes, nice jacket, and he gets spikes on his shoulders, and he points to this one kid, and he goes, you, and he, the, here's his finger-pointing thing again. He does this finger-pointing, you, innocent, and melts the cage with his hands, and then walks out, and... The, the 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 kid passes out everyone else is beaten up so they're all down and he 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 just walks right out prison break it's wonderful so we then bef- those spikes look terrible what are you talking about that's like prime middle school you know MC, exactly my chemical romance you can't tell me what to do mom yeah, I used to have a bracelet that had spikes on it me that too. were actually really me too. really uncomfortable me too when i was a young boy my father oh man it's wonderful i i I was recently talking to one of my my teachers one of my co-teachers and i was like yeah i went through like weird phases in middle school oh yeah and one of them was like definitely and i said goth and i was like no no no, i wasn't goth i was like emo light like i was like happy bubbly like still like the same person i am now i wore like a bright yellow t-shirt and like khaki like normal spike bracelet bracelet. yes oh my god (laughs) we were the same person yes i i was with you a hundred percent yeah and like you don't understand my hidden pain underneath this, yeah. this bubbly persona. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my, I mean, AOL, my can... AOL away message is going to make you think. <laughs> so. Listen, listen. <laughs> my AOL, my like my actual tag or I don't. What did Aim. you even call it? Screen name. It was a screen, screen name. Yes. Screen name. Yes. Yeah. Fallen Pixie Four. I think I was friends with you. I remember Fallen Pixie Four. I really do. I think I was friends with you on AIM. So emo. Oh, but gosh. if you actually met me, you'd be like, she ain't emo. Um, she ain't emo. What? <laughs> she's like one of the most normal human beings. What the fuck? She's like, cool. Oh, but she's got she's got a Batman keychain hanging off of her belt loop oh, and, shit. A and that spike, spike bracelet. A spike collar. Yeah. yeah. To me, I was Not like, collar. Oh, so sorry bracelet look like a collar for like a dog named spike uh and so like they i would i had the same spike bracelet that i would wear and i remember i would have all so uncomfortable oh it was and then i remember like like i would drive my car my like junior senior year and it was like yeah you're gonna hear my chemical romance when you get in the car (laughs) you're gonna know how deep i am you know like i'm not okay it's gonna be blasting at the top of it you know you're like wow he's not okay wow (laughs) guy you just you think you're so much more badass when you're you're when you're a young kid and you just if yeah just don't if we if we have any any young listeners listen you're gonna go through you're gonna go through some some phases in life and they are and you're going to look back at them and laugh like we are one day. And honestly, because when you're in the middle of those phases, though, it's very real. And I don't yes. even want to mock it. Like, yes. that was us. Emmy and I were the spiked bracelet kid wearing fallen pixie, you know, MCR listening kids. And that was everything at that time. We don't even I don't even want to try to make light of it. That's who I was. But mm-hmm. when you look back, you're kind of like and maybe this is not what you'll do. But it, definitely from our experience, it's more just like a 
Oh, wow. You know, like yeah, we, we, yeah. Got, we were pretty deep into that a little bit too much. But hey, maybe that's, you know, some kids know pretty young what they are. So who knows? It's a lot. It's a lot of phases it is. Like that you go through. And I feel like I even went through phases in my 20s, like a lot of phases. Like, I, yeah, I, I felt it like- just I'm a different person now than I was at 25, which is I was still at the same job at 25 and like in the same place at 25. But like. I'm completely different than I was. And from 25 to 21, I mean, completely different. It just, oh, yeah. I you feel change, like, guys. You change. You change. That's why we're here. This is the, yeah. the crappy version of us. If you knew us at 25, <laughs> we were a lot funnier. So, no, I'm, I am better. Yeah. I think I've I, gotten better with age, like I, a fine wine. I, I think so too. I, I'm a lot more mature. When I was 18, I was a moron. <laughs> This is me mature. Imagine me as I'm, oh, I was really stupid. I think Emmy knew me when I was pretty dumb. So, yeah. Everybody was pretty dumb back then. Yeah. I remember, remember when I, <laughs> remember when we went swimming in Michael's pool? I think it was Michael. <laughs> and I had a condom with me and like I filled the condom up with water. <laughs> it was, that was mine. That was your condom? You gave me I that had, I had carried it around. I was we wondering were... where I got that condom from. I, for some reason in my head, I thought that I should carry a condom around. <laughs> no, no matter what, like, and I'm pretty I sure I filled at that, that point, condom. Yeah, one of my profile pictures on Facebook, which I'm, yeah. I cropped it out. But if you see this shit eating grin from me in a pool, it's because I have a condom in my hand and I filled it with water because I thought I was really funny and I was like 22 years old and I was like, hey, <laughs> yeah. I think at that point I. I, I was not sexually active and so I didn't need one, but I was like, well, just in case, just in case. So I'm sure that that condom probably was from 2002. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm surprised it held as much water. as It, it did. It did. Condoms, man. I'm telling you, highly recommend them. Uh, they hold a lot of water. <laughs> so, oh, anyway. Off the rails. Off the rails. We're going to get back on the rails. Uh, so, so now we're in a church and, we see uh, Mephisto's son, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned, and I've sinned a lot. Great writing. Another great writing moment. Wow. Wonderful. Blackheart is his name. Blackheart. Sorry. And I said Mephisto's son. That wasn't wrong. Okay. I know. You're not wrong. I'm all just right. saying. His name was Blackheart. Blackheart. Because yeah. great writing. Um, and he says that he can't go on sacred ground, but that's a church. So why he there? Why he there? Ooh, ooh. What is that telling you about the the church in Texas? Hmm? What is that telling you? Hmm? Well, I mean, he couldn't go to the graveyard with the caretaker. Yeah. And... Oh, I'm just messing. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it's, a, it's a hole. It's it, a plot hole. Plot hole. Another plot hole. And he goes, "Where's the contract?" And the, he ends up attacking this priest. It's anyway. And then Ghost Rider ends up being surrounded by cops again. There's a chopper. He's like on this bridge. He falls into the water. Ghost Rider flips him off and drives off on the water. I actually like on a that. jet ski. I, yeah, <laughs> I like that he flipped him off. But then I hate like then he just like drives off like he's on a jet ski. I'm like, okay. So he okay, cool. And so the James no science behind this motorcycle. Like, I'm just gonna say this now because there's a couple of points where there's no science behind this motorcycle. Zero silence. And James Franco Science. Looked, Sorry. Not, you said silence. I'm so sorry. Science. Science. James, sorry. No, that's me. Uh, James Franco lookalike comes in and tackles Ghost Rider off the bat bike. Uh, and then he's like, what, you can't control wind. 
what are you trying to do, Ghost Rider? He looks like James Franco to me. I'm just being honest with you. I know that's a little bit. I don't know. He just didn't look. He didn't look like James Franco to me, but okay. He gave me James Franco vibes. And then he ends up okay. wrangling the chopper. And uh, he, you know, you should have joined us, Rider. And then Ghost Rider, who doesn't sound like Nicolas Cage at all. Time to clear the air. And <laughs> you cannot catch the wind. And then he creates a fire, so, uh, fire cyclone. And he screams. And he literally rides down. Like, yeah, anyway, he screams and he takes out the fire guy. So we see the fire guy's gone, gone now. So two down, two the down. The air guy. It's the air guy. Or He did the fire. I'm so sorry. God. That's okay. This, That's okay. This movie. I'm, I'm just, my notes are crap right here. But he creates a fire cyclone. That's what I have. But it's it's the air, the wind guy, whatever he is. Because it, it does say when he's looking at the books that, like, they take on the elements. And so we've got Abigor. Mm-hmm. Which I wrote down their names. Good job. Abigor is the air guy that he just took down that you mentioned. Abigor's We've gone. We've got Wallow, who's the water guy. Still around. He's not gone yet. Still around. Yes. Yeah. And we've got Gressel, the dirt guy who, who was is gone. the first one gone. He was gone. the first one that he wrapped his chain around. Yeah. Um, and then Johnny Blaze also, or excuse me, uh, Ghost Rider, starts riding down a building. Literally gets mm-hmm. in his motorcycle and just rides down the building and the cops and he's breaking glass breaking glass but still he's still good he's still able to just ride on down and he i mean he rides up and he rides down breaking glass just doing the most i mean Mm -hmm. there's a reason there hasn't been one of these for 150 (laughs) years because you are you are not inconspicuous no you're not yeah we're calling you out ghost riders and then the cops to your point earlier emmy the cops shoot at him, and he sets the whole area ablaze. Again, here's that word again, blaze. But the cops shoot at him, and we don't see the next day that he's getting a whole bunch of stitches for a bunch of bullet holes. He's, he's perfectly perfectly fine. And Roxanne shows up, Johnny! And then we hear Blackheart, now we know his weakness. Mm. Great writing. Great writing. Anyway, wonderful writing. Um, so, yeah. I feel like here he's attacking the cops. Which his whole MO is like, if you've done something bad, he's going to take you down for it. Mm -hmm. Do we know that all of these cops have done something bad? The people in the helicopter seem to be fine. But for a second, I was like, you're going to take down this whole helicopter. You don't know who's in there and who's done what. Like, you can't. I don't know. He's just. He's a little. uh, He's a little. uh, Oh, what's the word? inconsistent that's yeah that's a good word that's not the word i was looking for but yes yeah i mean it it just feels like at least with his messaging it's a little inconsistent with how he is treating others like (laughs) i don't know uh where it seems like oh i'm after those souls of the evil but yet all those i don't know if everyone in that you know in that police force was evil (laughs) like yeah you know also if you are looking at blackheart and you're like i know him from somewhere um, he was Seneca Crane in the first Hunger Games movie, and he's also been in American Horror Story, but I don't watch that. So, but he's been in like a few different iterations. Oh, nice. So I did not know that. That's I, I knew him from Hunger Games. Gotcha. But. Gotcha. And um, so we see uh, uh, Nicolas Cage, uh, Johnny Blaze goes back to uh old man sam elliott and he goes is this thing ever going to end it will if you catch him carter slade man of honor but he got himself locked up stranger came to see him 
offering him freedom. Course, the banquet beer made him a ghost rider. <laughs> Spade was sent to San Fonsgaga to take their souls. What he found what? there was so evil. <laughs> he took the contract, rode off, kept uh, kept uh, Mephisto from getting it. And then it's like, what I do know is Blackheart is coming. He'll do anything he can to get it. He'll use any friend. Oh, excuse me. What I do know is Blackheart is coming. He'll do anything to get it. He'll use any friends and family against you. And then in the wonderful Nick Nick Cage voice, Roxanne. <laughs> like he, there's no like, oh shit. It's just Roxanne. Like it's nothing has emotion in this movie. It's just like, oh my god. Anyway, uh, then we see Mac and Roxanne back at the apartment. And they're talking. Anyway, before we get there, we hear the legend of Carter Slade, which shows up later on uh, because it's revealed that someone is Carter Slade. We'll get to that when we get there. But like, so it's just more of this contract and Hey, blah, blah, blah. And Hey, they're going to use your friends and family against you. And the, you know, and then we see Nicholas cage, more wonderful acting Roxanne. It's, it, I don't know. Nothing really comes from it. The way that you just said that was actually really good. Just, uh, just Roxanne. That's sound. I mean, I would just look for emotion. And I wouldn't get any of it. Emmy. I was dying yeah. for it in this movie. And I was like, literally trying not to fall asleep while watching it. Um, have we gotten to the fantastic writing yet where Max says we're, oh. we're riding on a gravy train with biscuit wheels with biscuit wheels. <laughs> that's next. But yes, we, <laughs> that's exactly what comes up. Mac and Roxanne are talking. Mac is looking for answer and the uh, answers. And that's when he talks about the gravy chain with the biscuit wheels. Wonderful writing. Wonderful. I mean, I've, I am from the South. I love biscuits and gravy. I oh, have I never too. heard I'm... anyone say I'm riding the gravy train train with biscuit wheels, but we're going to start saying it every single podcast. Hey, welcome to the Avengers podcast where we ride the gravy train with biscuit <laughs> wheels. So. I think, I think the gravy train means money. So maybe we should start making money first. Oh, we're not making much at all. Actually, we haven't made any the last uh, <laughs> little while. Uh, so anyway, we're, but yeah, Mac and Roxanne are talking and if there's anything you can, uh, you know that can help. Uh, Roxanne's talking to Mac, and Mac responds, he's reading weird books. It's messing with his mind. And so they go to read these weird books, and the sun falls really quick. Like, he just woke up, and the sun's falling again. Like, this whole day just went from zero to ten really quick. So, you know. But they even show the sun's falling. So here we go. Night night is here again. Fun. Well, time doesn't work in movies like it does in real life, Brandon. (laughs) You're going to hold that over me? For the forever rest, forever for the rest of my life and i hate you for it just for the record yep. and and so uh where's roxanne <laughs> she's out looking for you jesus not even close ah great writing like because he's not even close <laughs> <laughs> you have his heart now i'm going to break it is what blackheart responds and then he Again. goes and, and yeah nicholas cage what is what does he respond with roxanne mac like Mac is dead. Like they literally show Mac dead and Roxanne is on the ground. And literally he just goes, Roxanne, Mac. Like that's, that is the, that's the emotion. I, like I said, like I said. Oh, it's so bad, Amy. How, how, if, if, if you took this, if you saw this 
And then in 2010, you were like, who are we going to hire on for a movie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we should hire on Nicolas Cage. Like, <laughs> 2007 no, 2007 2007 not 2010 2007 I know I know I'm saying I'm saying if you saw oh, this in 2007 I see what you're and saying and then later somebody was like hey I see what you're saying you know who sh- who we should hire on for this movie like that's that's my issue mm-hmm. is that people keep giving him roles they keep seeing this <laughs> and then they're like you know who you we think should Nicholas hire? Cage should never get another role ever again is what you're saying. I, 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 it's, and it's not, it's not anything against him as a person. It's his, his, he's, he's not, he shouldn't be in the <laughs> acting profession, profession. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it is better when he's voice acting. I feel like it is a little bit better. Like when he did Spider-Man Noir, I thought like, he did good. It was better. I thought he did good. Yeah. That was that was perfectly made for him, but yep. all other roles like they're like, oh, you know who we should get to play for this? Nicholas Cage. Cage and everybody, anybody who suggests Nicholas Cage, you should be like, get out. You need to leave. Get out now. Get you out. Don't see the vision for this movie. Leave. <laughs> leave. Roxanne <laughs> Mac. Uh, and then we see Blackheart. He goes, I'm not going back. I like you here. You work for me. Give me the contract and I'll spare your girl's life. Don't make me wait. And we see Nicolas Cage, Johnny Blaze goes and he he goes back to Sam Elliott's character and he goes, where's the contract? Because <laughs> urgency. And we see. Yeah. And then we, where's, where's the contract? Where's the contract? And <laughs> Sam Elliott breaks a shovel and we see the contract of San uh, Bonanza. And it, he shows that it's hell on earth. And uh, you're going to have to trust me. He, he may have my soul, but he doesn't have my spirit. <laughs> great, great writing. And uh, Sam Elliott goes, you didn't do it for greed. You did it for the right reason. You did it for love. Maybe that's what makes <laughs> that. Maybe that puts God on your side. It makes you unpredictable. And Sam Bonanza is 500 miles away and we better get moving. And so do you keep calling it Bonanza because yeah. you don't know how to say it? I said Bonanza just because I didn't get a response out of you the first time. So I was like, I'm going to say it again. You're just going to. OK, I thought for a second that you were like talking about Bonanza, like the show that my stepdad likes to watch because he likes Ooh. cowboy movies. Ooh, can I tell you a quick prank that I did? Um, one, yeah. of my, one of my buddies at work told me an unfortunate story. If you tell me something that's kind of a funny story, I, I kind of latch on to things. His name is Adam and. One night he told me, I think we had a couple beers. He goes, uh, I, uh, <laughs> uh, my, my mom and dad named me after Adam Cartwright from Bonanza. I said, no, they didn't. And he goes, yeah, no, seriously. That's, that's how they named me. And I was like, so your, your name's Adam, but you were named after Adam Cartwright. And he goes, yeah. So I bought him a huge six foot cardboard cutout of Adam Cartwright and I put it in his desk <laughs> or in his, in his cubicle. <laughs> And I surprised him on his birthday. There was a huge Adam Cartwright. Like, people walked in and they were scared because it looked like some dude was standing there. Uh, and so, yeah, he still to this day has Adam Cartwright cut out in his office from Bonanza because I gave it to him for his birthday. I don't watch Bonanza. Mm. My stepdad does religiously. Yeah. Well, not not religious, but not like they're coming out with new episodes of Bonanza. Yeah, they are. <laughs> But my stepdad loves cowboy movies, and so Bonanza is one of those things that he loves. I don't know who Adam Cartwright is. Is uh, that 
It's yeah. He's just one of the four main characters. There's Haas. There's Paw. Haas. Haas. Is that uh? What's his name? I don't know what his name. I don't know the actors' names, but I know the characters. John. I want to say John Wayne Gacy, but that's the murderous clown. John Wayne. I don't think John Wayne. No, John Wayne's not in Bonanza. Are you sure? Positive. He may have shown up on an episode or two, but he does not. He's not a star on Bonanza now. Oh. Anyway, Bonanza trip. Well, that goes to show <laughs> my poor stepfather. Yep. <laughs> I've tried to show her. Yeah, and she still don't learn. And I still don't learn. Well, so they're, they're, it's 500 miles away. We better get moving. And he goes, we? <laughs> and I've got one. I've got one ride left in me. And he bursts into flames. His horse bursts into flames. Carter Slade, can you keep up? And the motorcycle and horse fire montage. Here we go. They're all just race. There's, it's a quick little montage, but they, they're just galloping and riding in the into the desert. I don't hate it, honestly. Predictable, yes, 100%, but I don't hate it. Um, one of our listeners, the one who said that we have to um, lean on my depravity, uh, <laughs> Also made a comment about the fact. So if Johnny Blaze gets on his motorcycle and it turns to fire and uh, the caretaker gets on his horse and it turns to fire, like what would that mean if you were to bang Johnny Blaze? Do you turn to fire? (laughs) (laughs) And honestly, (laughs) I feel like. Even had I not read that comment, I would have had that thought. Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, who, so you, thank you very much for that. Do you know who what that was that said that? No. Like I said, I'm terrible with names. Oh, Amy, you guys start writing these names down. Uh, I I responded with a Rebel Wilson quote. <laughs> well, then that's it. That takes it on, away. On Facebook and then realized later that I was like, oh, my gosh, Rebel Wilson was actually in this movie. Which is amazing. Small, right? It's a small world. So we see stick to the shadows. This is the end of the trail. I could only change one more time. I saved it for this. Been trying to make things right ever since. Hope I'm given a second chance. And so we see Johnny Cage riding a motorcycle. There's fog and marsh. Oh, I wonder who's going to show up because there's a marshy little swampland. I hope it's not the liquid dude. Uh, and oh, crazy, creepy liquid dude shows up, takes Blaze down, boils him like tea. Sorry, Blaze boils creepy liquid dude like tea and just continues riding. And anyway, so three down, one to go. Yeah, yes. Also predictable. Also, water dude's still around. Why did you stop in the water? And then... I honestly thought that he left his motorcycle to die like uh, in the never ending story when the horse is in the mud. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that's what that was about to be. And I'm going to be 100% honest. I feel like that's towards the beginning of the movie. And I don't remember anything about that movie except for that part. Mm. That movie being the never ending story. I don't think I've seen that movie since like past that part. Because Do we I was need a too... review? Do we no, need... <laughs> no, because I was too traumatized about what? the horse in the mud. Oh, okay. It's a good movie though. It's a really good movie. But... Uh, is it? Yeah, it is. I just said that. <laughs> how many, how many horses were harmed? Too many. Um, <laughs> Daniel, Daniel Warner, you are the person that I'm trying to be depraved for. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, said, 
the thing about writing Johnny Blaze and turning into fire. Oh, yeah. I remember him commenting that. Thanks, Daniel. Appreciate yeah. that for putting yeah. that into my brain because I, I would not have thought of that. So um, we see that, uh, you know, Johnny. Oh. Yes. Sorry. Real quick before we go on. Yeah. Okay. Sam Elliott was like, I'm going to ride here. And then. It does nothing. Yes, exactly. I could only change one more time. I'm glad I used it to just. I was waiting just to to go to San Benzingo. <laughs> we gotta just make up stupid names now. Uh, yeah, San Benzongo, San San, ben, San Bingo, Ben Gonzo, San Bingo, and like it was just Don Bongino was his name. Oh, and like so, it was just crazy. Like I'm like, wait, you just did it just to ride there? You didn't even whatever. Anyway, didn't make and much. Just sense. disappeared into the sky. I he, don't know. It yeah, didn't make sense. He was one of my favorite parts in this entire movie. In this entire, and then that part was a big letdown. But yeah, great. Whatever. Anyway, um, so we see Blackheart and he goes, You change, she dies. And let her go first. And he hands the contract, but then holds on to the contract. It's like the age old story when you were in first grade and you handed somebody something, and then you held on to it. You're like, ha, you thought you would get it. <laughs> Very good writing, amazing writing. Psych. Psych, exactly. <laughs> contract falls, a fight ensues. He throws a fireball, then he throws a fireball in his face. The sun is rising. Looks like you're out of time. Great writing. Looks like you're out of time. It's just every... My God. Looks like you're out of time. It's just... God, the writing is just so cringe. I hate it. And but had this been WandaVision, I think I brought up time like 17,000 times. Like being like, oh, and we just don't have enough time. And sometimes like, there's it's not a, enough time. Sometimes you're it's out a, of time. Sometimes it's about the setup that makes the lines yeah. worth it. Yeah, they, I agree. They, I agree. They have, they have not I'm earned... Just, I'm just, they have not earned any of that through their setup. None. I'm trying to play Mephisto's ab- advocate. Well, I'm just gonna say WandaVision. Don't don't you put WandaVision down to this? No, I know I'm, I'm not. I'm WandaVision's absolutely one of my favorites. Uh, so anyway, this is the contract of San uh, uh, Bazinga. All of you come to me, <laughs> and so th- this. I hate it. <laughs> Because I have it written down. I got it right. Yes. And and so Sam Bazinga. But anyway, there, there's this painfully long series of evil spirits floating to Edward Cullen. Like, it takes a <laughs> long time. Like, it feels like it takes like 20 seconds longer or 30 seconds longer than it needs to. I even put painfully long. Like, it's just like, we, come on. We got it. All the spirits are floating to Edward Cullen, Blackheart, whatever we want to call him. What can we get? Are we done? Can we get to the next part of the scene yet? And then he turns into this shit CG machine. He looks terrible. He looks even worse than he did before. At least he looked like a good, you know, he looked like a decent individual. Now he just looks, I just put shit CG in my notes. And it's, it's graphics. Graphics. It is crap graphics. Going back to that, our Clintonism. We don't need you, Clinton. And my name is Legion. For we are many. And Blaze starts shooting Legion with a shotgun. Does not phase him. And all of your world, all of your souls will be mine. And then Rock shoots Legion, runs out of bullets, throws Blaze the gun with empty bullets, and he shoots a fire blast because his arm turns into fire. And how does it feel to have those all those souls inside? Look into my eyes, feel their pain. And so similar to the mugger earlier with Rebel Wilson, you don't you don't mug Rebel Wilson or shit will come back to you. Well now we see Legion and Legion gets the same fate and he collapses. And yeah. Okay. 
that's a lot. But that was really the it ending. was a lot. But that was the end. I mean, that was it. Yeah, that that is. Yeah. OK, so. I will say I like the CG on the you said he threw fireballs, but he had scooped up fire from the ground to throw at him. And I I didn't hate that. It was I like Super Mario Brothers. It was Super Mario Brothers when he like, break, 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 like throwing like look, 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 look. <laughs> sorry. Oh, Brandon's showing me a Super Mario brother. He's he's on my desk right now. Anyway, sorry. It just was like a little fireball from Super Mario Brothers. I know, but like the fact that you scooped it up, like you don't, you don't scoop up fire like it's a snowball, and like I don't know, that, I like I liked point. it was different. That's a good I guess. Point. Okay, all right. Um. Okay. So then, yeah, unleashes all the souls. Um. Says that all of your base are belong to me. Um. That's a <laughs> meme, and I don't even know what it's from. To be fair, but I like memes and. That's what that reminded me of. What is that from? <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, all your base belong to me. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think all your base are belong to me. I'm not. I'm not sure either. Please add us. Let us. Let us know because I. I want to say it's from Futurama or Futurama used it. Uh, all your base are belong to us is a popular internet meme from a poorly translated phrase from the opening cutscene of the video game Zero Wing. It's a 1992 oh. Mega Drive Genesis port of the 1989 Japanese game. Arcade okay, game. well then I feel like Futurama also used it. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it was mocked plenty of times, but that was oh, the, yeah, that was yeah, the okay. origin of it. Well, that's that 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 was the vibe that I got from that. I love how we've um, asked people to add us like three times, but we've Googled it in the middle of the yeah. show. <laughs> you're you're quicker at Googling than I am. It's all I, good. I just can't um can't be asked. Um, so while he was getting all the souls in my head, I thought like, <laughs> that's too many souls. He's going to explode. <laughs> and so I thought that was going to be his downfall that it was like, he sought too much power. And so he just exploded at the end, I which didn't happen. Kind of would have been better. Yeah. Yeah. Like the power ended up destroying him. He wanted too much. Yeah. That's, I mean, that would have also left us with, like, Ghost Rider did nothing, but, like, he still didn't really do that much. Um, there was one part, because I am an old person, I watch things with subtitles, and there was one part where the subtitle was, Souls Snarling. <laughs> and I like that. <laughs> no, and I like that. Yes. Wonderful. <laughs> Tom Hardy's the guy who plays him. Correct. Eddie Brock. Um, which, speaking of, because we did have a conversation earlier this week, and I was like, oh, there's a movie that I haven't seen yet that we've talked about reviewing, and we couldn't think of what it was. It's Venom. Oh, nice. We need to watch it. So Venom. just a, another peek behind the curtain. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet, and I haven't watched it. You have not seen and I'm Venom. Not, I'm not going to watch it because that's something that people have requested that we watch, and so I'm going to wait. I've watched it one time in theaters. That's it. So I would like to, yeah, that would be fun. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So Legion, Clinton, if you're listening to this right now, I want to hear everything that we missed about Legion. Yes. In the comics. Help us out. This is, this is for you, Clinton. This is for you. We don't need him though. Um, okay. So, uh, Legion or Blackheart. Yes. Gets shot in the face. It's pretty damn gross. 
at this point in the movie, I got a call from my insurance, my health insurance provider. Yeah. You raised that deductible, didn't you? No, no. It was like a survey call. Like, how are your services? And I was in the middle of this movie. I answered this call and I was like, yes, I would like to answer a survey about my insurance. I would like to do anything except watch this movie right now. And the guy was so hard to understand. I was like, listen, um, I got something in the mail. Um, I'm not sure if it's the same survey that you're conducting now, but like, I need to send my survey, my mail survey in. Is this different? And he was like, um, and he said something. It was so hard to hear him. He, he said something and I was like, I'm so sorry. It's so hard to hear you. And he was like, okay, have a great day. Bye. And I was like, no, 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 but I don't, I don't want to watch the rest of this movie. <laughs> Anything, please talk to me. Please, 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 please let me do a survey. Please right. give me an excuse. Wow, I can't say yeah. I blame you. So, yeah. Um. So we we do see that you know this Mephisto comes in. And he's like, "Congratulations, Johnny. You upheld your end of the bargain. I'll take the power back of the Ghost Rider. You'll get your love back. Let someone else carry this curse. You're free now. After all, a deal's a deal." And he points again with his index finger. No, I'm going to own this curse. I'm going to use it against you. Wherever innocent blood is spilt, it will be my father's blood. And you will find me there. What does that mean? Like, it almost reminds me of the Tom Joad, where he's like, you know, like, I don't know. There's a their song, at least what I think of is Rage Against the Machine's Tom Joad song, where he's like, uh, wherever you see innocent lives or something like that, look for me, ma, I'll be there. You know, like, whenever you see someone looking for a place to stay or a lending hand or a helping uh, or yeah, or a place to stay or a lending hand. Look for me, ma I'll be there. You know, like when innocent blood is spilled, it's not literally it's his father's blood, but like, it's like because his father died for, Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. His shit. Okay. 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 If you've never listened to rage against the machines, Tom Joad, highly, highly recommended. Listen to it on a, cold night just it is oh my gosh that's that song i know it sounds weird but it's a campfire song because they do talk about campfires but it's just that thing will give you chills if you're in the right setting so anyway tom joad by rage rage against the machine highly highly recommend anyone listening to that one of my favorites by them um so anyway he, he's like mephisto goes you will pay for this and he and gosh wonderful writing you can't live in fear, says Johnny Blaze. Wonderful, and my daddy once said, if you don't make a choice, the choice makes you. Sure wish things would have turned out different, because he's talking to Roxy now, uh, after he confronts Mephisto. You got your second chance. Now go out and make the best of it, Roxy says. They kiss next to the J.R. Forever tree, and yeah, anyway, that's the end of it. Wonderful, and then we hear wonderful Sam Elliott again. It's said that the West was built on legends. Legends are a way of understanding things greater than ourselves. Forces us that shape our lives and events that defy spaghetti and all expectations of marinara. So if you're looking for a thir- Thanksgiving dinner and you're wondering where the cranberries are, just remember the marshmallows aren't too far to the right. What the hell did you just say? What? That's really all I hear. Anyway, shout out to... <laughs> Is that not what you heard? Because that's what I wrote down. No, when it was a point where you were quoting the dad, and all I heard was, if you're not first, you're last, Ricky Bobby. It, it really is. And speaking of which, Odwin, I, I got to reach out to Odwin, because he was the one that sent us that hilarious video of the Ford commercial, and he's like, 
Oh, yeah. You ever just want to slap someone with a spaghetti noodle because you haven't slept with her twin sister because then all of a sudden it was their dad and now you're, you know, like, oh, my gosh, it was really, really funny. So, Odwin, I appreciate you sending that to me. Literally made me bust out laughing. I was going for a little bit of that. Anyway, it's the same thing that was said at the beginning of the movie. Sam Elliott narrates it again, and he goes, individuals whose lives and soar to the heaven or fall to the earth. This is how legends are born. Anyway, credits roll. That's Ghost Rider. Goodness, uh, three out of ten for me. It's just God. I'm not. I'm not a fan of this movie. Is that your? Is that your binger bar scale? Uh, oh, we're not even. I'm not even going to put this. I don't even want to put it on that. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, we have to. Every movie we three out of review. ten. I, I would say three point five out of ten because I like the CG. I mean, I'm going to say three point five. I'm going to give a little point five for the CG. Story alone, right. though, drags it down completely. Nicholas Cage's acting drags it down completely i okay a binger's bar and i wrote this down prior to and i was really excited that i wouldn't have to do math because mine was a three yours was, <laughs> a was th- like oh so 3.25 we know well that. yeah obviously i mean yeah so like, you don't have to do math it's just i know i know i don't i still don't have to do math but <laughs> you made it just a tiny bit more difficult you made it more difficult the fact that you're a three and i'm a 3.5 that that's pretty hilarious though i give it a little boost uh, cg and sam elliott gives it that extra boost for me but god i was actually kind of shocked i thought that i would be above you um i do have just a just a couple more things to say and yep. i do have some more fun nicholas cage not even nicholas cage facts just mm-hmm. like weird facts about the movie okay okay so first of all at the very end when uh johnny blaze is still ghostwriter yes and it's just him and i forgot her name in the movie roxanne aquafina what if she had done some shit Mm -hmm. like what if she was not innocent what if she had what if she had done some shit yeah, well, you know what? She's she's so beautiful and innocent and pretty. That's all that matters. You know what? You you're not wrong. You Thank should you. be wrong. Exactly. You should be wrong. Yeah. Thank you. That's but that's the whole point. This is 2007 movie writing right here. There it is. Oh, you should be wrong, but you're not. Okay. Uh, that's, oh, I am wrong, but I'm right for being. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. If yeah, that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So another thing. Um, who would you cast as Johnny Blaze right now? If not Nick Cage, uh, in 2007 or anytime, am I allowed to pick in? I mean, just anybody. Oof, God, that's really tough. Um, ooh, I think I know how I'd pick. Um, give me a second. I got to look up his name, but I know who, what he stars in. Um, Johnny Blaze for me. If I could pick anybody, I would pick Dylan O'Brien. He is the star of Maze Runner, and he kind of looks like young Johnny Cage, and I think he would be wonderful. Oh, Brandon? Are you kidding me? Did we pick the same person? No, no, because I didn't pick anybody because I was looking at who was also like. Okay. They were looking at casting wise, and then I just couldn't wrap my brain around anyone else. Yeah. Brandon. Yeah. I am 100% on board with that. Thank you. Thank you. I think he could do it. 
I love Dylan O'Brien. If you said Maze Runner, absolutely screw you. Absolutely not. He's from Teen Wolf. He plays Styles Stilinski from Teen Wolf. I apologize. I really and then went on to do Maze Runner. I always liked him in Maze Runner. That was the first time I ever watched him in anything. No offense to Teen Wolf fans, just for me personally. And I thought he was magnificent in Maze Runner uh, as Thomas. So yeah, Dylan O'Brien could totally see that. I loved if anybody wants to add us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> about Teen Wolf because I loved Teen Wolf, and that started right around when I was ending college. If you're wondering, what- and I was. I was so sucked in. I loved Teen Wolf. Yeah. But yes, yes. Dylan O'Brien or go. even you said that. And now I'm thinking Tyler Posey, the guy who played. Um, I can't remember his name now, but the the like main wolf in Teen Wolf. Oh, geez. You're really into the Teen Wolf lore. Hey, Dylan O'Brien. You should Dylan be Dylan O'Brien. You should be him. Yeah. That's who I'd want to see Johnny Blaze as. And just keep him young. You don't have to have him old and weird and southern and creepy. Which they did in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is right around when I stopped watching, honestly, because Nick Cage had played Ghost Rider before. Oh, so you don't even have a comparison. That's I I remember because it was Robbie Reyes. Mm -hmm. And I looked. He was amazing. yeah, it, because he was a younger person. Sure was. Um, and I looked it up today, and his like backstory was that he was killed by a gang, and his mm-hmm. brother was um, given or not given. That's not right. He was uh, maimed. That's not right either. What am I trying to say? His uh, brother was because of whatever killed Robbie Reyes. His brother was also affected, but still lived. Mm-hmm. So what am I trying to say, Brandon? Please give me a word for it. I'm just going to say this. Robbie Reyes was amazing as Ghost, Riders, Ghost Rider. And Gabriel Luna is who, who portrayed him. And to me, night and day, at least from what I've seen, I just, and I thought the CG, and this was an ABC television shows, it showed you how much it progressed as well. Like, it was so much better than anything this Ghost Rider portrayed. Uh, excuse me, with Nick Cage with Johnny Blaze. But but Robbie Reyes was the character that he was. He died. He became Johnny Blaze. And he was seeking vengeance Sorry. for the actions of the people who killed him. And the word that I'm trying to find, Brandon, he please tr- help me. He tried to seek vengeance for like But his brother his brother like is now disabled because of the attack that killed him. And so he's seeking vengeance on himself and his brother. That's where I'm trying to go with it. Oh God. Yeah. And it was, it, it, it is, it was good. And yes. he works with shield at some point. Sure it's, does. It was a more clever, better attempt. Yes. Oh gosh. Yeah. But the backstory is sad that he actually had to die to become ghostwriter. Um, Where else was I going? Oh, other people who were going to be cast as ghostwriter in this movie. Mm-hmm. Johnny Depp. Oh, wow. I'm glad he wasn't. But he would have played him so much better, in my opinion. Anyone I, anyone other than Nicolas Cage would have played him ten times better, in my opinion. I see I see Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah, he would be looking for rum. As ghostwriter. He would look he would look for rum the whole time. 
yeah. yeah. Um, another person, Eric Bana. Oh, that would have been interesting, but it's still not Marvel Studios. So, gosh, Eric Bana just would be the Marvel reject at that point. <laughs> he played both Hulk and Ghost Rider that were not featured mm-hmm. in the main universe. When did Hulk come out? The first Hulk? Yeah. I want to I say it was 2003. Oh, I actually had it up on my screen because I said something wrong about it. The reason why I think it's 2003, because I remember it being really close after the first Spider-Man because I saw it in theaters. That's the only reason. You're absolutely right. Heck it yeah. is 2003. Okay, cool. I remember being a young kid watching that. Yeah. Good times. That would be weird if it was like 2003 Hulk and then now you're ghostwriter now you're ghostwriter yeah yeah anything else all right this is gonna shock you Mm. there are parts of the script what that nicholas cage wrote i can't believe it (laughs) i was wondering where the amazing writing came from so now that answers all those questions i mean amazing yeah absolutely amazing and i will tell you this as well Mm mm-hmm the hairpiece took three hours to put on. Well, wait, what hairpiece? He had a hairpiece? That wasn't his hair? No, what? Like I said, that's not his body. It's not his teeth. It's not his Paper hair. Paper baggage. Paper baggage. <laughs> I can't believe that. That's crazy. It took him three hours to put the hairpiece on. All oh. right. Oh, we have to do a, a, a Binger's symbol. Before. Oh, yes. Well, Is that before or after? post-credits uh let's do the post-credits here from the avengers and we will sign out so what's uh what's our fun credits for ghost rider we have probably had a few to pick from i honestly not much it, it was it was rough slim pickings okay what do we got i got i got two okay okay we have our effects animation tech director when somebody's walking slow in front of you you have to, Tom, push pathodem. <laughs> All right, what's our second enemy? <laughs> push, push pathodem. Yeah, we, we got him. We got him. We, we got the chest. What's the second one? <laughs> the second one is somehow, some way, Johnny Blaze, ghostwriter, goes to Nick Cage. <laughs> and I still don't get it. It's funny for me. That he's still in a movie. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. When I went on his IMDb, there is still a movie that is, or not a movie, it's a series in pre-production where he is playing Joe Exotic. Oh, I can't wait. I and can't. I feel like, I feel like that's a, I, 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 I'm with you. I can't wait. I can't wait. Sign me up. I really can't wait. I think you could play that very, very well. Oh, I do too. I do too. I All right. Let's do it. Avengers. Avengers. We asked you Avengers on Twitter in honor of such an amazing occasion of Clinton going on vacation. We wanted to ask, what is the worst comic book movie you have seen and why? And uh, we got a few comments here. Uh, Elizabeth responded, I got to go with Batman and Robin, specifically the scene where suit up with the butt shots. <laughs> they were not America's ask, uh, ass, excuse me, totally wasted. Bane as a character and everyone was so poorly cast. Honorable mentions, though, would be Green Lantern, Elektra, Catwoman, and the recent Fantastic Four film. Wow, Batman and Robin. That was almost like the death of superhero movies. Like, it was so bad. It, 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 I don't know. 
That was Uma Thurman, right? Yes. Was that a Poison? I get them all confused. Yes. I'm no. 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 Lie. That that was Uma Thurman was Poison Ivy and Batman and Robin. Uh, Alicia Silver, uh, Silverstone was Batgirl. Or Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger Arnold was Mister Freeze. So yeah. And it was just those two, and then Riddler and. The, uh, uh, was Riddler in Batman and Robin? No, I think Riddler was in the other one. Yeah, exactly. But Robert Swinson, he played Bane. So, yeah. I mean, there was. Oh, no- yeah. But he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And George agreed, Clooney agreed. was Batman. It, it was absolutely just so, so, so cringe. And I, I just remember their nipples. Like, it was so odd. It was so weird, even as a kid. And I was obsessed with collecting Batman action figures. As nipples. A kid. But there was just nipples everywhere. I was like, what the hell? This is no, Brandon was obsessed with nipples. Nipples for the win. Hi, uh, uh, hi, mom. <laughs> Hope you're listening. So, <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, I completely agree, Elizabeth, Batman, and Robin. Golly. Uh, Megan responded, I haven't seen many besides Marvel, but I'd have to say Suicide Squad just because of how sexualized Harley Quinn is. It was a good movie, but I think that bothered me a lot. I'm excited to see the second one, though. I agree with you 100%. And also most of the lines that Harley Quinn says that are supposed to be her funny lines are like canned lines that I feel like I've heard before. They're like overused jokes that just, ah, I, I agree with you. Suicide squad was not great. Have you, have you seen birds of prey, Amy? Um, I watched it, but I was very tired so um, and didn't that, pay a whole lot of attention that's a way to of it, saying so. she fell asleep that's just a way of her saying she fell asleep during it. so yeah i fell asleep during it so. i, I like birds of prey uh, suicide squad left a lot to be desired for me in a lot of different ways but i thought birds of prey uh margot robbie's harley quinn was really good and i'm looking forward to the second suicide squad as well megan for sure honestly i think there's a possibility that, that character just annoys me yeah and don't get me wrong, Birds of Prey still had a lot of holes in it, like plot holes in it, but I still liked it a lot more than Suicide Squad. So, it not by no means the best movie, but it was better. It was better than Suicide Squad. Um, yeah. And her point about her being over-sexualized in that, because I feel like that's something that the comic book world does to Harley Quinn a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yep. Uh, Captain Captain Usopp said, Catwoman, it is extremely cringy and totally ridiculous. It also has some of the most, or excuse me, it also had some baffling changes to the character to the point that it's only Catwoman in name. It makes my skin crawl just watching it. And he posted a Catwoman gif. I've never, I don't think I've ever seen the Halle Berry Catwoman movie. I really don't. I haven't seen it either. And, you know, but maybe because of Captain Usopp saying this, I, I'm, we're probably not, you know, in the wrong for not watching it. So maybe it's a good thing we've avoided that movie. I feel like that movie came out when I was still renting videos at Hollywood video in my hometown. And my mom said no, cause she looked like she wasn't wearing enough clothes, which also doesn't make enough sense. I mean, it was like PG 13 or something. And eh. I wasn't 13 yet. Yeah, that's true. You were, you were she's fully covered. Yeah, she's fully so covered, like, but she is definitely she's got her boo-boos out. Yeah. <laughs> she's I don't think her boobas are, are out, but they're probably, like defined anyway so uh we hear from nader who said i love x-men and comics so much and the uh, and the, the movies have lowered my hype for the franchise that that have come out so far i hope mcu brings them back up and honestly nader it's kind of an unpopular opinion with some because i know some people love the x-men movies and honestly I, some of my best friends love the x-men movies that have been out not all of them 
they seem to be like a roller coaster ride. The X Men yeah. movies have really not done it for me. I did love Logan. I loved Logan. I thought that was a really, really good movie. Uh, but I honestly, most of the X Men movies, personally, not a fan of. So Nader, I, I'm going to second you, man. I I'm really looking forward to what the MCU does to these characters in this. And uh, I just want to see a really good Cyclops. <laughs> that was one of my absolute favorites as a kid. So I really, ha- I I just want to see Cyclops just be a badass. I remember liking the first X-Men and then I don't remember actually watching any of the other ones. I watched Logan and I didn't love it. Yeah. Um, but I did watch first class. I loved um, Days of Future Fu- Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past. Yeah. Days of Future Past. I really enjoyed. Yeah, that was a good one. And then it was like Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix. And it was like just a downhill trajectory. Like I didn't Apocalypse looked those. like Ivan Ooze, like straight up Ivan Ooze to me. I know some people don't like that comparison, but it was all over the internet, but it looked like it to me. Apocalypse. It looked like it looked like Ronan to me. Like uh, Ronan. Oh, Ronan and Ivan Ooze had a baby and it was Apocalypse. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Rob responded with a Green Lantern gif and said, so bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Agreed. I, I I cannot fault that movie because it had Ryan Reynolds in it. Oh, like, yes, it's he, it's shit. Yes, you are right, but at least his comedy hits. It doesn't like, hit. He, it doesn't hit Emmy. That's the thing. You have Ryan Reynolds in this movie, and it still doesn't work. That tells me how shit Green Lantern is. Now, I, I, honestly, like I watch it, and there's some dry moments from him, and it's like, ah, oh, it's kind of. Have you watched it lately? Like, really? It's not good. I think I have. I I watched it recently. Okay? Maybe I didn't make it through the whole movie. You, you were really tired during that one as well. I I do not like Green Lantern. It is horrible. And if Ryan Reynolds can't have a some saving, like, can't make you like it just a little bit, there's something really terrible about the movie. How do you mess up Ryan Reynolds? He is too amazing. I watched. I did watch it recently. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't remember the end of the movie though, so you're absolutely right. I probably did fall asleep in the middle of it. But the, the beginning's not bad. Right. Also, did you guys know that Blake Lively is in that movie? Yes. Crazy. His real life wife, which is crazy. Um, which I, they met on that movie scene, didn't they? Oh man! If anything, well, if there's one good thing that came out of Green Lantern, it's Ryan Reynolds. It's that union. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Taryn responds is. Uh, I can't talk. Taryn responds with uh, 2015 Fantastic Four, also known as Fanforstic. No other words needed. I've not seen this movie. All I needed to see that it was 8% on Rotten Tomatoes, and I never saw it in theaters. I refuse to watch you, it. Hmm. You didn't watch this movie, but I've watched this movie. I have not seen Fantastic Four, the le- le- latest one. And the reason why, honestly, it was almost like a mini boycott because I wanted Marvel to get back that property so bad. And when I saw the crap movie reviews i knew i wasn't missing anything either so i was like Shh, i'm not gonna put my money on this project because then it'll just keep this horrible train of moving so yeah i'm you seen- and clinton talked about fantastic four and fan four six so often mm-hmm. that i took a weekend you watched it i watched i watched the original fantastic four now i've seen those i two. watched Fantastic Four, The Rise of the Silver, Silver Surfer. Surfer. Yep. Most of it. There were probably about 15 minutes that I didn't watch because I stopped. Which, I honestly, didn't hate. 
And then I watched Fan Four Stick because it's on Disney Plus. Yep. Like it's free for you. Uh, I understand, but it's still painful for me too. Ghost Rider was free for me and it was painful. So I watched it because I thought you'd seen it. I, I've seen clips and I've watched enough of it, but I've not seen the full movie. I will say that. And I didn't it's see really, it. It's trash. It's not good. Okay. It's uh, I, if I had to pick, I would rather watch the original Fantastic Four with um, Jessica Alba and mm-hmm. I can't remember anybody else. Yep. Chris Evans. Yep. Chris Evans. <laughs> yep. He was great. Uh, yeah. So uh, we do get, uh, we also have uh, another one from Smash Trivia who said, I'd rather say, uh, or I'd either say Fan Four Stick or Dark Phoenix, which both were said before. So that should tell you how crap both of them are. Uh, actually, Dark Phoenix was not explicitly said, but the X Men movies were. So, uh, Fantastic Four, completely agree. Fa- uh, Dark Phoenix, I agree as well. Not that great. Um, Have you seen that one though? Dark Phoenix. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's not good. Just, make, just making sure. It's not good. Since apparently you've lied to me. I have lied. Sorry. <laughs> Fan Four Stick. No, yeah. I literally probably tried to watch it and stopped because it was so bad. Like it was like one of those 30 minutes in, like if we weren't talking about ghost rider, I would have stopped this movie at 33 minutes and not watched the rest of it. And <laughs> I really feel like fan four stick. That's what I did. I watched a few and I was like, this movie's crap. I hate it. It's crap. I, I feel like I really like the girl who plays Sue storm. Like that actress. I really like her and would like to see her again, but I'm not sure if I'm even thinking of the right movie, but I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, Dark Phoenix, I I feel like I get that they were trying to build some emotion behind those first class movies, but yep. like, good God. Holy No. Yeah. Like, yep. the way they did it was just, I did not, I did not like Dark Phoenix mm. at all, any of it. Yep. Nope. And Zade responded with Justice League, the 2017 version. It was horrible. Uh, Zade completely agreed. Rushed, terrible CG. Um, the Zack Snyder <laughs> cut I've watched recently. I didn't hate the Zack Snyder <laughs> cut. What? I, I didn't hate it. I'm not saying it's great. I don't get the hype of the Zack Snyder cut. But the 2017 theatrical release of Justice League, not good at all. I, there's no redeeming quality there. There's no redeeming quality in the Snyder Cut either. Oh. No, 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 no. Okay. I will take that back and just say. Cyborg was great. Cyborg. Cyborg, Cyborg was great. But he should have had his own movie. A standalone movie. This shouldn't have been a 40 everything minute. Everything else. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yep. I agree. Because everything else was absolute shit. Cyborg was wonderful in the, yeah. the Snyder Cut. In the um, Snyder Cut. I just wish it was a full-blown movie, not a 40-minute clip into another movie. So, um, Bobby. You're welcome. You're welcome. Zack Snyder. <laughs> yeah, Zack. Who Paul- allegedly also listens to our podcast, even though he shit on his shit all the time. <laughs> Bobby responds, 2015 Fantastic Four and Green Lantern. Uh, Bobby, you're not alone. There's a few people that have said the exact same thing. Uh, this was uh, Disney Got Shooters, uh, Green Lantern, Justice League, Batman v Superman, Fantastic Four, the newest one. Um, Batman v Superman, I completely agree. The Martha segment alone, I still shit on that. I saw that in theaters. I 
was so stoked to see Batman and Superman on the screen together fighting each other. It was right at the same time Civil War came out. So we were going to have Cap and Iron Man fighting, Batman and Superman fighting. It was going to be such an amazing year. And Civil War lived up. Batman v Superman, one of the absolute, like, come at me, bro. Like, that movie makes zero sense. I will will debate anyone on that. So I don't like that movie at all. I really don't. Um... MJ Samuelson, this is a this is a, a loaded response, but I really appreciate these. Oh man, I think I have to go with Affleck's Daredevil, tied with Batman and Robin. I'm going to narrow this back to Batman and Robin, which offended me so badly when it came out. I've always loved Batman so much, so I can excuse most of the missteps over the years. But Clooney was corny and uncomfortable to watch. Schwarzenegger, offensive. Alicia Silverstone, miscast. Chris O'Donnell, a a surprising disappointment. The cheese was so poorly executed. What worked in the 60s couldn't sell in the 90s. But also, it just didn't say Batman to me. Clooney was so wretched as Batman. It's hard to know where to start. It's even worse now after the Dark Knight trilogy changed everything. Batman and Robin is an uh, it's just an absolute, just, just terrible, terrible movie. So, uh, I kind of, kind of quoted my own saying at the very end there. I'm sorry, MJ, but at the very end there, just, I completely agree with you, MJ, uh, Batman and Robin, especially in the nineties, which it was kind of more of an edgier time too. And I really feel like they just completely dropped the ball. They tried to go for the campiness and what could have worked in the past did not work in the nineties. And especially now, I think that movie's only gotten worse with time to your point, MJ with the dark Knight trilogy, especially dark Knight, <laughs> Christian Bale, Heath Ledger. The, I mean, just some of the best writings of any DC movie made Gotham feel like a real gritty city town. Just, I don't know. Uh, So I completely agree with you. Uh, I really hate Batman and Robin. I think it's set comic book movies back 30 years, even more than Ghost Rider. Uh, But yeah, uh, thankfully... We, they kept on going. Thankfully, we've had some good Batman movies. I really am looking forward to Matt Reeves' Batman with uh, Robert Pattinson. I think that one's going to be... A lo- I, the trailer has me so hyped for it. Uh, so anyway, I hope there's good times ahead for Batman and we never have another Batman and Robin moment ever again. I mean... Robert Pattinson. Oh, Stop. Don't judge a book by its cover. He, I'm not judging a book. I'm just saying. You are judging. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Because he was in a movie that I really love about uh, Salvador Dali. Okay. Called Little Ashes, I think. Uh-huh. It was a great movie. I'm not judging him. I'm just saying that he not that bad. Oh, don't say someone's not something until you've seen it. You're judging. I haven't seen it yet. All right, then. So don't judge it. Show me you are. Okay. But don't say he's not without seeing it first. Don't okay, do it. Well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I call that the Heath Ledger rule. Once I watched Heath Ledger as the Joker, I, I refuse to judge anything because I was one of those people. Heath Ledger's Joker, that's the worst thing they could have ever done. I was that idiot. And I will forever call myself out and anyone else that sounds like me back then because Heath Ledger is the best Joker 
arguably the best villain we've ever seen in any superhero movie. Uh, and gosh, actually just a wonderful, wonderful character of any movie too. So the Heath Ledger law will always apply to me. Don't judge anything until you've seen it. Judge it after you've seen it all day. Like, oh yeah, I watched it. Edward Pat or Edward Pattinson. <laughs> Robert Pattinson's not Batman. I, I get that, but whole judgment just whole judgment okay okay holding judgment but also if i'm right you all have to bow down to me <laughs> that that sounds reasonable that 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 sounds very reasonable so all right well emmy this has been fun ghost rider absolutely terrible movie we got to listen to a lot of people talk about you know it's funny ghost rider was not mentioned on any one of those comments i want those people to go back and watch ghost riders that, that mentioned those movies because i i'd argue this is not this is pretty bottom of the barrel was that was that it? That was we it. Don't have any more? No more. Okay. I would be remiss to not find some connection to my favorite movie. Oh, Emmy, one podcast, please. Oh, and I have, I have, and this is this is based on the Avengers who assembled. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Thank you. So. A lot of people said that Van Forstick was not a favorite. And I said that Sue Storm, I mean, she did a really good job. She did. So that is an actress who was also in Iron Man 2. <laughs> Have a good one, guys. We're going to cut out of here. I'm not going to hear about Iron Man 2 anymore. We are doing the outro. Emmy, you can't stop me. Her name is Kate Mara, and she was in Iron Man 2. She's the one who wanted to hand him something, and he was like, I don't want to be handed anything. And so you can you can play the music all you want, but I'm going to keep talking about Kate Mara and how she's been in both uh, Fan Forstick and Iron Man 2. So Iron Man 2 is the greatest movie of all time, and this is 